0: Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons standalone podcast. Thanks everyone for joining us. We are today joined by... Olive!
1: Hi! I'm a crocodile standing on two feet like a person, because I am one. I'm wearing a white puffy shirt and baggy brown pants, and I'm not holding any weapons because I'm a level 2 monk.
2: Oh.
0: Also, we have Nezgrax. Hello, I'm Neskrax.
3: I'm a level 2 uh, Dragonborn wizard. I'm a brass Dragonborn, so I'm all brassy. Um, and I'm wearing my um, Nick and Community College hooded cloak, and it's very cosy.
0: And making his debut, we have Meerkat. Thank you so much for the introduction!
4: My name is Meerkat. As you can see, I am a foxman, a a giant fox-like creature who's standing up on two feet, much like our friend Olive here. I've got bright red fur and a gorgeous tunic with all of the patches from the towns I've visited on them. And on my back you may see my friend Tuna, a marionette who helps me along my journey, performing for all sorts of townspeople.
3: Oh dear more
0: puppets more
3: puppets I thought
0: we were rid of puppets <laughs> so did I puppets <laughs> just gonna keep coming back but no yeah they keep coming back <laughs> no matter how hard you try <laughs> anyway we're gonna start today's uh session with a little bit of an aside scene Ooh. on the deck of the vested interest now just to remind those of you listening that the vested interest was the yacht of Nezgrax's uncle Algernoth, whom two episodes ago, two or three episodes ago, in, what did we call it again? It was... Oh, Jinner Party. Jinner Party, that was it, yeah. Oh, the puns, the puns, the puns, the puns. <laughs> <laughs> Back in Ginner Party, Algernoth revealed himself as a member of the HHO. Now, this is a uh, band of m- mysterious miscreants that Nesgrax especially has some beef with. Mm-hmm. And Nezgrax agreed to join up undercover as a as a mole, if you will, uh, to circumvent having to uh, off his uncle. So what we're going to do is just start off with a quick scene on the deck of the vested interest, just to pick that one up. So Nezgrax and Algernoth are sitting on the deck... In deck chairs, drinking. What do you think, martinis or martini sound. My ties. What are you? What are you feeling? Oh, now you've given. Yeah, uh, let's go with
3: martinis. That's classic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So uh, just to remind everyone, uh, Algernoth is a rather portly, let's say, dragonborn. Uh, looks very much like Nesgrax, just a bit wider about the about the tum, let's say. So he uh, let's start off. Uh, he he'll look over at you and just go, Nesgrax, my boys. I'm so glad that you decided to uh, join up in our little uh, venture. Um, rather, rather happy we didn't have to, well, <laughs> deal with you uh, in other circumstances. But ah, uh, cheers to cheers to our new partnership.
3: Yes, Uncle. Cheers." I'm delighted yes. to be joining you, uh, and I'm really glad it didn't come down to, you know, me dying, or you dying, or, you know, anyone dying, oh, except for Celeste, poor <laughs> Celeste. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, and Rot, yes. Rot too, oh, I almost forgot about Rot.
0: I mean, let, maybe let's not start uh, <laughs> listing all the people who uh, sadly uh, passed away during our little misadventure.
3: There was only two. Were there more?
0: But yes, I'm I'm rather glad um things didn't take a turn for the worst. Um uh, I mean Chauncey here would have had no place to go, would you, Chauncey? And then uh Chauncey, who is a tiefling butler, um, looks over and goes Very droll, sir and uh walks downstairs. So Algernoth uh, just looks back over at you go Look, my boy, um I I know I said um that joining would be no trouble at all but uh, you understand these things take time Uh, luckily they did send you um, a little joining bonus so um, here you are and he he passes you over a small bag of gold of uh, 200 gold actually wowie, wee wow crime (laughs) pays well apparently thank you Uncle Algy oh it's no, no problem my boy no problem at all now, I probably should mention that, you know, this whole joining process may take time. You know, they need to check who you are, do a criminal background check. You know, they need to make sure you have a criminal background. Oh, no worries there. Yeah. So, you know, if if you find yourself uh, at a loose end, maybe just do some more crime, just in case, just to get that number up, you know? Yeah, well, there's only so many times you can get exiled. Um <laughs> I mean I'll try. I mean that's more of a family thing. That's not that's not yeah. like a federal crime or anything, is it? Oh, I see. It has to be like a like a an actual going to jail type crime. Yeah. crime. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. Well, yeah, that's just to put something in your in your head for later. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll think about it, but um yeah, it, it,
3: now that I've got this 200 gold, I, I I feel like um the world is
0: my oyster. Yeah, so well, there's more where that came from, my good boy. Great. Anyway, let's 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 finish up our drinks and go downstairs uh, and see how Chauncey's done uh, cleaning the pool out. Sounds good. On the way, we can talk about acronyms. Ah, yes, yes, my favourite subject. And then yes. we'll end, end, that bit <laughs> there. We'll 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 <laughs> fade out as they walk <laughs> down into the lower decks. <laughs>
1: Is that going to be the season finale that Nezgrex takes over the HHO just to find out what their acronym means?
0: That's all he cares about. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't need any of the 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 personal uh, vengeance. We just want no. to find out what it stands for. It's his only motivation. Yeah. Okay, so we will now cut to approximately three days later where Olive and Nesgrax have been giving Meerkat a bit of a tour of the local area. So, finishing up the tour, you get back to the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild to have a nice sit-down and chat before anything plot-related happens.
4: And here we are! I must thank you for giving me a tour Mm. around town. It's very nice... uh, very nice to kind of see everything, especially as I plan to maybe do a performance or two sometime soon. It's nice to know, uh, who I may be performing for.
3: Oh, you're, oh, that's right. You're a performer. What, what, uh, what do you play?
4: Well, you know, it's, you know, I play a little bit of this, a little of that. I'm particularly adept at the lute. Uh, but you know, I, I fancy myself a bit of a, a bit of a partnership, if you will, uh. I don't know if you've had the pleasure of meeting my dear friend, Tuna. And uh, Meerkat reaches uh, behind his back in the hood of the tunic he is wearing and pulls out a wooden marionette, very very much looking, uh, you know, looks very much like Pinocchio, kind of from the Shrek movies style, Uh, and uh, uh, using mage hand... uh, pulls the little strings of the marionette in, in front of him so it's almost as if it's uh walking on meerkat's paw uh and through the corner of his mouth uh tuna says oh yes it is very nice to meet you all i am tuna i am the marionette puppet <laughs> olive shakes tuna's hand <laughs> oh you're very kind thank you so much it's so very nice to meet you what is your name uh, i'm olive hi tuna Oh, Olive, that's a very pretty name. You know, I'm a big fan of Olive's the food, so maybe I'm going to be a big fan of you too.
1: Yeah, and have you met, oh, what was that puppet's name? Mendax's puppet? Pippin. Pippin. (laughs) (laughs) Have you met Pippin? Pippin's
0: a puppet.
4: Uh, I do not think I have met a puppet named Pippin, but it is very fun to say Pippin's a puppet, puppet of Pippin. Pippin's a puppet, puppet of Pippin. (laughs) So I hope, as a hope, as
0: van can meet. <laughs> Listeners yeah.
1: cannot see the puppet that's being held up to the camera.
0: <laughs> no, know I'm I'm holding up uh, Pip in the puppet.
1: <laughs> oh, Pippin looks a bit like Olive.
0: The craftsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, if if it helps, I made this puppet thirteen years ago. <laughs> it's wow. beautiful. So it's surprisingly well lived.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Pippin and Mendex both went away recently. It's too bad you didn't meet him before they left.
3: Uh, it's really okay. You wouldn't have liked them. I didn't.
4: <laughs> oh, I, I sense controversy. That
3: is fun. He was just... He, he, look, I'll, 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 this is my impression of Mendax. Um, ask me um, why are you in witness protection? oh okay why are
2: you
4: in witness protection
3: oh sorry mate i can't tell you that oh i can't i can't tell you why i'm in witness protection it gives it gives i can't tell you
2: (laughs) Now, now say now say
4: say
3: say mendax you are my brother and i love you and i don't know what i'm going to do without you please don't leave Oh, you mean I have to say all of that? <laughs> Here's a shell. Here's a shell, mate. Here you go. Give that a good old blow whenever you feel like it. That, and then I'll come a running.
1: But Mendax, we've saved each other's lives so many times. Hasn't that earned me anything? Nah, nah, mate. I gotta go
3: find out who this HHO is. I gotta see ya. Wouldn't wanna be ya. Put on my hat. <laughs> Take my puppet! Seriously, I hate that guy.
1: <laughs> Olive buys Nesgrax a beer and pats him on the shoulder and says, It's okay, you'll make new friends. Like, tuna.
4: Yes, <sighs> I don't want you to be put off of all the puppets, because some puppets are very, very good. Including me, tuna! Oh, God.
1: Nesgrax has had a really rough couple of months. Every time I buy him a beer, he's always telling me about a different thing. First, his dead husband... Then his friend went away. So let's distract you with a good adventure today.
3: lot of drama. Yeah, let's just, let's, let's do it. Let's have a nice old adventure. Yeah. A little stressed out from being in a secret organization.
0: <laughs> As if on cue, Nezgrax and Olive feel a buzzing from, I don't know, do you have pockets?
1: Yes, everything should have pockets.
0: Maybe a backpack. Yeah. You've got some form of compartment.
3: In in Nezgrax's hoodie, he keeps all his stuff in his front
0: kangaroo pocket. Ah, yes. So in your front kangaroo pocket and Olive's regular pocket, you both feel a buzzing noise. Now, reaching into your pockets, you find the little DGS card that you were given at the end of dinner Party. Now, that is making a buzzing noise and also vibrating and it's glowing blue. So on yeah. one side it says DGS <laughs> in let's let's say nice glowy yellow writing. And then flipping it around onto the other side where it w- once was blank, it now says The Hanging Thread. Sundown. Size does not define us.
3: What what, what is this The Hanging Thread? Size does not define us. Is this a dwarven thing? Is this a dwarf thing? Do we... Are there any dwarves around we could ask about this? Is this like a, a dwarf saying?
1: I don't know. Let's ask Nulisag. He's a dwarf.
3: Is he, is he here? Is he here today?
1: Let's go find out.
3: Okay. I'm looking around for Nulisag or Nusi, who might know where he is.
1: Olive remembers when she signed up she went to his office okay so the last time olive met nulisag he didn't remember her like he signed her up for the guild he gave her a tattoo of a fire-breathing kitten and then he forgot her
3: (laughs) sounds sounds like most of my bosses yeah
1: (laughs) yeah yeah. so she knows where his office is and can take you to it it's on the second floor you want to go yeah let's go okay meerkat come with us and tuna too
0: that sounds good to me. Well, you're in luck. It's about three o'clock right now, and his working hours are half past two to half past three. So you've managed to um, get up right before he starts his break. It's a classic manager.
1: <laughs>
0: yes? Can I come in? Um. Yeah, sh- sure. What? Yes, okay.
1: I open the door. I remember that he was like a two foot tall elderly dwarf.
0: Okay, changing his voice as... With a
1: high-pitched voice.
0: (laughs) Okay.
2: I I,
1: I do make these things up, but I don't make it up. But okay. (laughs) Anyway, so I say, Nulisag.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) 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 Have you heard the phrase, size does not define us before?
0: I think it's from an old poem, if if that helps. I could probably find the book somewhere, but it's probably on a high shelf.
3: Is it like a dwarf thing? Do you know anything about it?
0: I, I think it's just a general thing of uh, us short races. We tend to get looked down on quite a lot.
3: Oh, OK. Well, yeah, that makes sense. What about What about hanging thread? The hanging thread? Have you ever heard that in relation... Oh, that's
0: that. Yeah, that's an easy one. I've been over there loads. It's a it's a pub in the Gnomish Quarter.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, maybe it's a gnome thing. It could be a gnome thing.
0: What could be hmm. a gnome
3: thing? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Um. Oh. Uh, uh. Last question. Have you ever heard of DGS? No, should I have? No, no, that's fine. H-H-O? Do you
0: know what HHO stands You <laughs> we were going to ask that. Aren't they like a holiday company?
3: Yeah, the, I think there's a few HHOs, actually. There was a charity called HHO that I recently learned of. And then there's something else, which we'll explain another ah, time. Okay.
1: One day, Nesgrax. One day. All right. One thanks, Nulasag. Oh, this is Meerkat. I'm Olive, and that's Nesgrax.
0: Oh, okay. Are you here to clean or something? <laughs>
1: And olive leaves.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. No, my friend, I am in fact not here to clean. I'm an adventurer just like these
0: two fine friends here. Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, I, I, sh- I shall be keeping you. Uh, I'm, I'm just on break now until 27 minutes past the hour.
4: <laughs> well, my friend, I applaud your specificity and I bid you adieu.
3: What is this cartoon? I'm trying to think of the cartoon character whose voice... Is it Snaggle Puss? Yeah. Is that who I'm thinking of from, like, Hanna-Barbera cartoons? That's a good pull. I hadn't made that. Could
0: be a little bit of Top Cat as well.
3: Yeah, no. I mean, it's really good. I love it. I'm just—it's just—it's triggering like a memory, in me, and I was trying to figure out where it came came from.
1: Snagglepost trigger warning on the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: That better be in the description. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right, guys. Uh, I think we should go check out this hanging thread place.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right, I'm in. Okay, lovely. As you wander over to the gnomish quarter, it takes a a little while, maybe a half an hour, forty five minutes. It's a bit a bit of a walk. One of the telltale signs, incidentally, of going into the gnomish quarter is that all the buildings start to progressively get smaller as you mm. go, because as you'd imagine, gnomes are usually about two th- two to three feet tall, so they don't need big buildings. So it just gets smaller. It's it's like in um, uh Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory that just that corridor that just gets smaller and smaller as you go it's it gets really strange after a while but you managed to find your way to the hanging thread which is uh, a, a small pub looks at camera small pub at <laughs> uh, the side of town uh, i
2: think
4: i think as we're coming up to it um meerkat play with tuna is just finishing up and so so when when we saw that there was hanging thread i thought maybe that was referring to me and all of my hanging threads and you know i am quite small too so i thought maybe this was you know this was a big mystery of tuna but uh i much prefer this but uh because i you know I, I want to see a real mystery we all know tuna is here
3: so that's no mystery
4: <laughs> yes
3: thank you tuna <laughs>
4: Oh, you're welcome. And uh, he does a little a little bow in like a
3: tip of an invisible hat to you. Okay, I have to say, he's growing on me like this much. <laughs> okay. Just this much, though. Okay? You could flip at any moment.
4: I will take it. You seem you seem like a hard person to please sometimes, so any little bit is very good to me. Very,
0: very good. What time of day is it? It is about... Quarter past
1: four. Ooh, what time of year is it? Is that sundown, or is that like early afternoon?
0: You've got about an hour and a half. It 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 kind of depends on where Nikomoy is in terms of its latitude, but but that that's a deeper question. Let's call it you <laughs> about an hour uh, before before actual sundown. But you know, sundown itself is. A bit weird in terms of timing. So, mm-hmm. you've got time to hang out in the pub if you want.
1: Yeah, that's what we were doing anyway. Might as well keep doing it.
0: <laughs> are we?
3: Are we going to be physically able to get into the pub?
0: Hmm. It's going to be a bit of a squeeze because yeah. let's see, we've got one lizard folk, one dragonborn, uh, one fox creature. So it's it's going to be a bit of a squeeze, but you can probably <laughs> manage it. Um, the door is going to be about. Three and a half feet tall, let's be generous. So hands and (laughs) knees, everyone, hands and knees.
2: Great.
3: I think um I don't want to embarrass Olive here. She's she's, she's, Olive, you're gonna I don't you know I'm sorry, I just physically (laughs) the door. Are we gonna be able to do it?
1: I'm five ten, I'm looking at that three foot tall door. (laughs) Good point. They didn't say we had to go inside, so yeah. let's just place orders for pickup and then sit outside
0: oh yeah if it helps okay. uh the actual building itself is fairly wide, so the the floor plan is pretty big because okay All right. it, I mean it's built for gnomes certainly, but they're still not tiny around so that in order to fit as many gnomes in as possible it's still got to be fairly okay. big in terms mm-hmm. of its Square footage, just sure. not very high.
1: Meerkat, would you mind having Tuna place our orders for us? And I take <laughs> out a gold.
4: <laughs> oh, what a delightful idea. This is so fun. Uh, Tuna, are you up for it? And um, he's going to cast a mage hand and try to navigate Tuna uh, through the door into the bar during, <laughs> during the the one minute that that spell lasts. Um, and... Uh, all right, let me let me see if I could duck down and kind of look through the look through the door a little bit so I could see what's happening. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Meerkat's gonna kind of duck down a little bit on hands and knees and open the door and kind of like peek through. Then cast uh, Mage Hand on the on the strings of uh, Tuna to try to uh, walk Tuna through the bar. Tuna's only about like a foot and a half. T- like eighteen inches, twenty inches, something like that, oh, yeah, so there's so. loads of space for him,
0: yeah he's i i you know not very tall, but uh
4: okay, excuse me, it's tuna coming in.
0: I will just say tuna is gonna get a lot of weird looks <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh hello everyone, everyone's looking at tuna, okay, <laughs>
0: um, there are currently four gnomes in the pub, there's one bartender and three. Patrons just sat around a small table in the corner.
4: Okay, well, I am going to get. Uh, Tuna's going to walk over to the over to the bar and uh, try to to flag down. Is there anyone standing behind it, kind of serving tending bar? Yeah, yeah. But excuse me, uh, could I have three? Uh, I guess just just beers. Beers sound good. Just think like a nice like a drink. Whatever you think is very good. We are new here.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so I'll see. Um, yeah, okay. Um, I'll. Ju- I mean, I'll just get you some ale if that's all right. It'll just be a minute. That sounds perfect. Thank you so much. And so, so he starts, uh, you know, bending underneath the the bar, grabbing a couple of glasses, maybe a tray. He's looking really confused just at the fact that a marionette has walked in and ordered <laughs> drinks. But he's probably seen weirder stuff, so he's gonna just pour the drinks. Um, Mei Chan lasts a minute, you say? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he gets like halfway back.
3: Trust me. It, it is a can
0: trip, so I could
4: theoretically <laughs> cast it afterward, but there would be a moment of tuna just falling.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so he pours the drinks. He's a good bartender, so he manages to get them to you in. 45 seconds Wow So I'm going to get Tuna to roll an athletics check To see whether he can get from the bar outside to your friends Before my age hand wears off And he collapses and the the ale goes
3: everywhere Carrying three beers for an 18 inch person Is pretty athletic in the first place So (laughs) yeah I mean they're small glasses Oh okay Because they're gnomes
4: Yeah Yeah Oh no, tuna! You've really gotten yourself into it now. Uh, but tuna wrote a sixteen flat without any attitude. I don't—I do not know if I am very athletic as a puppet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the good news is I don't think tuna necessarily runs as a normal person would do. The hand just lifts him up and carries him out of the door. So there's a there's a little bit of sloshing involved, but you do manage to get the beers safely. To your new friends before they go flying.
4: Oh, thank you, Tuna. Oh gosh, that was that was tense. We didn't know at the end whether or not he was going to make it. But he did! Yay! Yeah, yeah
3: well Thanks, done, Tuna. Tuna. Yeah.
4: And Tuna's just kinda of slumped on the ground next to the door as if he had just barely made it. <laughs> Alright, well let's 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 try this drink. Maybe there's something Maybe there's something to it. I just got the, the, the ale, whatever they may have here.
1: Olive looks at the tiny glass.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, sure, it... I'm I'm just trying to work out the proportions. Like,
1: Yeah. So it's not a shot glass, but it's...
0: <laughs> okay, let's say a, a two to three foot gnome. It would be larger than a shot glass. Maybe a whiskey size glass.
1: Or like a flight.
0: Yeah, maybe a, like a small tumbler.
1: Yeah. Have you guys well, ever of... gotten a flight in a bar where you can get four glasses yes. on a wooden paddle and they carry it out to you yeah try those they're fun because it's like four flavors of beer for slightly higher than the price of one but you get to try so it. almost
4: like a juice cup of beer yeah juice yes. all right what well, what well, cheers everyone should we should we do a cheers the first adventure of us three
2: yeah
1: the first adventure cheers click <laughs> blink, blink. Blink. yeah
0: as you taste the ale it's okay like, maybe maybe the bottom of the barrel, or maybe the bartender just gave you the tourist ale.
1: Or maybe they think it's awesome. Who knows? Or me-
0: or who who knows? Who knows? I mean, who can really judge what good ale is? Certainly mm. not me. But I will say, about a minute later, the bartender comes out, uh, sticks his head round the door, and just looks at you and goes, you know you do have to pay for that, right?
1: Oh, I uh. gave Tuna a gold. Um, Tuna,
0: run this gold in. Oh shoot! Okay, Let- tuna, and he's gonna cast Mage Hand again. Oh, and, oh, uh, not not this one. Look, look, just you—you you can come in, all right. There is space. I mean, you know, you're you're gonna have to sit cross-legged or something. But we, I mean we don't get a lot of big people around here. But
2: it's,
0: yeah,
4: fine by me. Is, is that good? You guys want to go in?
2: Yeah, let's sure. let's uh
3: let's risk it. Come on.
4: Alright. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At a five foot ten standing height and with mm, four feet of tail, Olive is probably ten feet long. <laughs> so, <laughs> picture like a a horizontal crocodile, chillin'.
0: <laughs> I'm imagining a clown car in reverse.
1: Great.
4: As Olive is coming in, uh, Tuna is going to sneak in behind Olive's tail as it's kind of c- coming in, trying to, basically just trying to uh you know cheekily hide a little bit away from that bartender who's not a fan. <laughs> well, it's it's quite
3: nice in here. Yeah, it's there's, it's very roomy. Yeah, it's it's actually it's not as bad as I thought. Um yeah, it's kind of quaint.
0: Yeah, so let let me describe the bar area itself. So up against one wall you have a number of booths, uh maybe 3 or 4 uh, just gnome-sized. One of them, right in the corner, is taken up by the three other patrons in the bar. They're all fairly elderly gnomes, probably retirees, just catching up, playing bridge, having some whiskey. Up against the other wall, you have the bar itself, which has a lot of um, a lot of car scales. Let's say some uh, spirits behind. Uh, actually, just. Give me a perception check. Just for some extra fun little details. Mm-hmm. 18. That's going to be a 21. I have an 18. Okay, yes. Yeah, so as you all walk in, you just take a look at some of the, the weird and wonderful ales on display. So you've got some nice uh, ales from the Braintish Isles. You've got um, Charlie's mystery mystery br- grog um <laughs> then you've uh, there is one that catches your eye something you've never heard of uh it's called uh dingleberry's grave digger actually, what did i actually call it i've got a lot dingleberries. of dingleberries <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> do you know what that word means
0: <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> okay maybe it means something different to you guys i don't know
1: i hope so i'm not drinking that <laughs>
0: Uh, it's called uh, Dingleberry's Graveyard Sambuka.
3: All those words are hideous. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. It started out quite something, and then it turned into something else entirely. <laughs> <laughs> also, 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 as you walk in, one of the elderly gnomes in the corner looks over you and goes, Oi, aren't you a bit big to be in here? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> okay, um, just give me a quick <laughs> quick history check. We, t- we totally agree. Yeah.
3: We want, we want to leave. Mm, I got a critical failure. Ooh, I got a five. <laughs> yeah, critical for me. Fifteen. Okay, thank
0: you. Whew. <laughs> that could have been a short adventure. Olive, thank you. There are a couple of clues available to you, both of which stem from the card you had that sent you all the way over to the Nomis district. One of them, I
1: tell the man in response, size does not define
0: us. The man looks back at you, nods slowly and goes, quite right, quite right, and leaves you alone. So it has not quite reached sundown, so you've got a little bit of time before whatever was to happen will happen. Uh, so h- how do you want to spend... The next, let's say, half hour.
3: I I say, fine, I'll do it, like, to no one. (laughs) No one was talking to me. And I say, barkeep, dingleberry, please.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. no.
3: Oh, wait, are you doing the dingleberry? I
4: have to, (laughs) it's there. Okay, fine, well, if you're doing it, I'll do one, too. Make it three.
1: No, no, just two.
4: (laughs) Make it three.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're having two, then. (laughs)
4: I, and the uh, meerkat kind of leans over and says,
0: it's okay, I'll give one to, t- I'll give one to Tuna.
1: Excellent, thank you.
0: Uh, the bartender looks at you and just says, uh, this the particular uh, Dingleberry's Graveyard Sambuca only gets served from sundown, I'm afraid. You're going to have to wait half an hour for that one.
2: Oh, uh, in the okay. meantime,
0: I can offer you some of Charlie's Mystery Grog. It's uh, surprisingly spicy.
2: Okay. And yet a bit
0: poppy. Okay.
3: Yeah, I'll have one of those. Sounds interesting.
0: Okay, he pours you some of Charlie's mystery grog. And it's not great, if I'm honest. It's He, he was right. It's surprisingly spicy, but not necessarily the good sort of spicy. You know, like, um, when, like when you've had too much cinnamon. <laughs> mm-hmm. While the bartender is pouring
4: the mystery grog, Meerkat would like to... Take a like, like a peek over at the other uh, gnomes and see if they like noticed anything when we were trying to order this drink. Because now Meerkat's rather suspicious that we can't order it until sunset, so we wanted to see if maybe the gnomes know something that's going on.
0: Yeah, uh, that sounds like an insight check to me.
4: I believe it does, which is very fun because I got a seventeen. Ooh.
0: <laughs> well, as you ordered some of uh, dingleberry's graveyard sambuca you definitely saw a flash of recognition come across the face of the gnome who challenged you as you entered so perhaps he knows something more about what's going on
4: all right uh yeah Meerkat's going to walk over to this group of group of gnomes and say is, there, is is you know we are new in this bar is there anything you would recommend us to to order is there any any drinks you want to you want to you want to you want to show off? Is there anything good here?
0: <laughs> okay, uh one of them uh a different one to the one who talked to you uh, previously looks up and goes, "Well, I'd recommend you leave us alone. We're trying to do something here." Fair enough. I can take a hint. And he uh throws his cards down onto the table and goes, "Look, I got a flush. Gimme all your all your monies."
1: All the bridge players are like, "No." <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) hey it's gnomish bridge it's different (laughs) and therefore i do not need to look up any rules (laughs) oh yes a flush
4: the best card hand in all of gnomish bridge i will (laughs) leave you to your celebration Bye bye
3: (laughs) when meerkat comes back towards us i say um, hey, Mirikad, what, um, what are the stakes over there? How's it looking? Any weak players? to <laughs> you spot any tells? Oh, oh no. no.
4: Well, that one man seems very engaged in his gnomist flush. Hmm. Not quite sure. They did not seem up to talking. All right. All right. We'll play it cool. It's <laughs> fine. I will keep an eye out. Maybe, maybe we'll have like a fun little, fun little, uh, casino moment later.
3: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Casino moment.
1: How do you help a person who has a gambling addiction? Like, what is the right thing to do?
3: <laughs> hmm. hmm.
1: Probably should not take them to gambling dens.
3: <laughs> I think you have to let them hit bottom a third time. <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> I guess I should distract you, right? That's great. Like,
3: <laughs> That's correct. He's like grinding his teeth and like rubbing his hands together, watching the table of the gnomes.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah, I should distract you.
3: Yeah. Okay. Meerkat's completely unaware, and is like, <laughs> mm, well, let's see, what would
4: you do to help somebody with a gambling addiction? <laughs>
2: hmm. Oh,
1: I know, I take out a big knife.
3: Oh, my God. Olive.
1: Did I show you? <laughs> I bought a chef's knife. Oh. <laughs> yeah, great. and I start yeah. showing you my awesome suit. It's got, like, those wavy lines in the metals, like, super fancy.
3: Oh. Oh, wow, yeah. That looks great.
1: You can't help but be distracted.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, it's very shiny and looks very sharp and dangerous, so good for you.
1: Yeah, and uh, I can duplicate meals now with a DC of 10, so if you like these beers, I can use the chef knife to <laughs> make them again.
4: Yes, I would quite like to see you use this knife <laughs> to make a beer.
1: Do it! Do it! Do,
0: do it! Do, it, do DM, it! Can
1: I roll duplicate meals? <laughs>
0: You can roll it, sure.
1: <laughs> hey, I don't make the rules. <laughs> I got a 14 on the dice, and it's a DC of 10, so can I...
0: <laughs> well, I found I found a loophole in the system. So you, mani- uh, you walk up to the bar, grab an empty glass, put it back down on the table, and use the knife to just move some of the ale from one glass into the other, <laughs> thereby... Fulfilling the duplicating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I do have a metal pot, knives, forks, a stirring spoon, and a ladle, if that
0: helps. It does not. Okay.
1: Yeah. For all the other home brewers out there, I just thought that was amusing, and I had to share. So. <laughs> mm.
4: I must say, I thought that would be like a slightly more magical. But you did fulfill the trick. So applause you might have earned. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: And Nezgrax isn't thinking about gambling. I whispered <laughs> quietly to Meerkat. And half an oh, hour has passed.
4: Oh shoot, that that's that
0: was not a hypothetical.
1: No. No. Well, it oh could be. gosh. It could be.
0: <laughs> oh what Oh, okay. what what are you two whispering about? I think Nezgrax was probably also thinking about his other addiction. Alcohol.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well one of three, right? Yeah. He's 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 lining up cups on the bar and flipping them over one well, by you know one. What they say? Gotta
4: catch them all.
3: <laughs> yeah. I
4: don't know if they were referring to addictions, but you
3: know, it's a catch-all <laughs> situation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
3: think I'm, I'm doing pretty good over here. I got most of them, so just let's avoid heroin, is all I'm saying.
0: Okay, the clock chimes on the wall in a really weird way because it's sundown. <laughs> And clocks don't normally do that. So the bartender looks over at you and goes, right, if you want some of that Sambuca uh, we're serving now. We'll take three. Well, the thing about the Sambuca is you've got to come and sit down in uh, these bar stools. um, Pub policy, I'm afraid. I love this. They're going
3: to be magic bar stools and we're going to drink the magic poo drink and then something (laughs) magic is going to happen.
1: All right, we all three of us sit down on these bar stools, right, guys?
4: Now, what do these bar stools look like? Because it sounds as though the clientele here is much shorter than we are. Like, oh. What is the the mathematics of us trying to? Like, I'm taking a look at down at this bar stool. What am I seeing here? Does it look like it could support my full weight, or am I doing like a like when you're like sitting on someone's lap kind of style, and you're putting most of your weight on your legs?
0: The stools themselves are actually fairly sturdy. However, they are. As you might expect, about a foot and a half high, so your knees are up around your ears, but they—they're not creaking. They're—they're they're actually very well made. So the bartender uh, looks at you three and goes, "Right, uh, three um, Dingleberries Graveyard Sambucas coming right up." And he pulls the the pump, and instead of a ksh of alcohol noise, you hear a clunk noise as you also feel some can you feel a clunk i think you can feel a clunk yeah yeah that 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 tracks yeah you feel a clunk from beneath you as you start to lower down into the floor
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can finally sit up straight
4: (laughs) Yeah, as as we start going down into the floor, Meerkat starts standing up. So it's as though while they're being lowered, he looks as though he's not moving at
0: all. (laughs) The bartender just keeps eye contact with you and looks confused and a little bit angry. (laughs) Just shrug.
1: I'm just glad we don't have to drink poo beer.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we sort of lucked out on that one. Mm. Oh Oh, wait, Dingleberry means
4: poo. Where you guys? Yeah. Oh.
3: It, what does it mean for you? It's worse. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you were going to drink it.
4: Well, you know, when in, when in, uh, when in the hungry thread, the
0: hung- hanging thread.
4: I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> all I saw was thread.
0: <laughs> so it's a bit of a squeeze on the way down because these holes are still or mostly designed for gnomes, but you can squeeze your bodies into the the right proportions to be able to uh, get through the floor. And as you go down, it suddenly becomes a lot roomier as you are lowered into an enormous cavern. It's It takes about a minute to drop. So it's maybe about, oh, about a hundred feet down to the ground. As you drop down into this cavern, you see a lot of pipes um, travelling around like in a spaghetti sort of pattern as in, there is no pattern, it's all just completely random these pipes are about they're about three feet across round and as you go down you can see like a sort of central dome area, which is where all the pipes seem to congregate but as you go further down you end up dropping into what seems to be sort of like a... almost like a train station motif. You get down, and there's just a sign on the wall saying, Welcome to DGS. And there is a a squat figure waiting for you. Here's another acronym for your list.
3: Yeah, it it was already on there. It's been driving me crazy. Oh, well, this must be a happy day. Dogs gonna... Shoot. (laughs) Daryl gives seances.
4: (laughs) Denise goads Stephen.
0: That's good. Yeah.
1: Devilish Gnome Squad.
0: See, uh, Nesgrax, I'll give you this one for free. I'll give you this Uh, one for free, Nesgrax. Oh, 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 yeah. You think maybe uh, the fact that the drink to come down here was called Dingleberry's Graveyard Sambuca. Was some sort of code.
3: <sighs> oh, my God. I didn't oh. even see it. What is wrong with me? I was too busy <laughs> making up my own acronyms. Daniel oh.
4: gets No, don't you saucy. see?
3: Don't you see Mirakat? It was the oh. Dingleberry Graveyard um, Sambuca. What's
2: was it? Sambuca. How could oh, I have missed oh, that? Yes.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, well,
4: uh, That's quite wait, good.
3: That's quite good. Can we get another? I I, 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 I sort of have a feeling that that was just like a code. Like it was just the same initials. Like they were just messing with me, and it really means something else. So I'm gonna just um, I'm just don't let let me lead the way when it comes to the acronym thing. Okay, anything else is fine, but just let me handle the acronym thing. Okay, it's very it. important that I
0: understand this.
4: Yes, this feels like a personal journey, and I'm just very excited to
3: be here for it. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay.
0: Yeah, this is Nezgrax's uh, personal battle with acronyms. Yeah. (laughs) So So getting um, off the bar stools, uh, if you look behind you, you will uh, just see a quick sign with an arrow pointing upwards saying, to the hanging thread. So it just seems to be a a quick directional thing for anyone looking. But the squat figure in front of you uh, is yet another gnome, who looks up at you and goes, well, it's about time you guys got here. I mean, it's what, two minutes past sundown? What time do you call this?
3: We call it, what does DGS stand for? I, I meant to be
0: <laughs> smoother with that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're up, Welders. You're all the same. Anyways, anyways, let me show you to my office. We, uh, I got some information to give yours.
1: I'm Olive. I say, holding out my hand.
3: And you?
0: Yeah, I I know we already met. Oh, this was the
3: same, the same gnome from the the vested interest.
0: This was the same gnome from the end, the one who gave you the the cards in the first place.
3: Did they give me
1: their name at that time?
0: And they did not.
1: Oh, okay, I'll just say it. I'm so bad with names. What was yours?
0: A hey, all in good actually. No, I can I can give you my name, is uh, I'm d despect- de- Wow, words are difficult. <laughs> it's. Uh, I haven't had yeah, my Sambuca yeah. yet. <laughs> my name is Detective Inspector Devito, D E V I T E A U X. If if anyone's writing this down, <laughs> 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 All right. would not have gotten that
4: right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Meerkat has like a little pad, and it looks like he's writing down just Detective Inspector Devito's name, but it's really um, it's really David. Uh, David gets serious and a
0: question <laughs> mark next to it.
4: You've just got a long
0: list of potential
4: acronyms. Yeah, it, it, the whole thing is covered and it's all like people like Danielle, David, Dimitri,
0: it's like doing something. And he's like, I'm, I'm gonna get it, I just, I know it. It says Darren's <laughs> going somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so but yeah, um, the, the inspector looks you up and down, well, mostly up considering where he's Standing from And goes Alright I gotta Take you to my office I gotta show you some Show you some stuff And he just uh, Starts to walk away Expecting You to follow him And we do Yeah I follow Okay wonderful It's not a It's not a long walk It's quite a short walk um, Over towards his office The whole cavern Is Circular At ground level So there are uh, Just a platform Running the edge Of the cavern with um, little, not enclave. It's little uh, little pods of habitable areas around the edge, just to form different sections. So there's, as you as you walk, there's a sign that says squat team. Uh, one that says tech ops. It, it's looking very like very technologically advanced from what you've seen so far.
3: I, I don't I don't want to blow over this. It said squat team. Yeah. Like SWAT team, but they're squat because they're gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: is that is that is that door open? Um, uh, no, that door is closed at the moment. Okay, oh, cracks. I I would like to check that out later.
1: Oh yeah, those yeah. are the people who rushed to the boat that we brought into harbor.
3: They are, yeah. Was was that joke in the first episode? <laughs> it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, must have missed me.
0: Yeah, I, I I thought of it like in in the second then and I was like this is too good to not <laughs> yeah. bring back. Great. Uh yeah, man, I'm in with you. Um let's just figure this thing out first, okay? So you follow the inspector to his his office. Um it's quite a large uh room. It's weirdly shaped like a a cob loaf. That's the best way I can describe it. A cob loaf. So it's sort of circular loaf of bread. Okay. I'm in. Got it. Yeah. Um, he's got a, uh, a small desk in the middle, and there is already a person in there just waiting for you. He is a human, so he's quite a lot taller than the detective. So there is there is space for you guys to stand in there. Uh, so the detective uh, sits behind his desk, just looks at you and goes... Right. well, we better get these introductions in order. Um, as I said, I am Detective Inspector Devittal. Uh This guy right here is my overworld liaison. He's called Bendix. Just ignore him. He's here for box ticking purposes. And Bendix just kind of looks over at you and, goes, and just nods. And he's a gnome too? No, he's a human. Oh, he's a, you said human, okay.
1: He nods. He's totally cool with the box ticking comment.
0: Yeah, he, he hears quite a lot of that.
1: Aww.
0: He, he, he spent time around, around the guy. Hello, Ben Dix. Hello. How's it going? It's quite good. We're waiting for a Sambuca.
4: <laughs> I'm assuming that's why we're down here, right?
0: <laughs> oh, no. Um, I, I don't think they have that. I think that's just a funny little joke. Okay. Well, you can't win everything. <laughs>
1: I Mirka mean, looks sad. <laughs> yeah, I Mirka mean,
3: looks a little sad. What does can you describe what Bendix looks like?
0: Uh yeah, I can. He's fairly nondescript. So, um kind of dirty strawberry blonde hair um coming down around to about his his ears. It's a fairly boring haircut. Just wearing uh beige robes. It is it, is very boring, like the most boring person you could possibly find.
1: You can always tell the straight people because they're like this blonde guy wearing robes is so boring.
0: I know, true. I was like,
4: tell me more about this strawberry blonde, like cult chic. Yeah, like, I was like,
2: that's
3: hot. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna point at him and and say, how's it going, Mendax? What do you mean? Sorry, I just I had to give it a sh- shot. That Mendax. Oh, okay.
1: Our friend has emotional trauma problems. Don't mind him.
3: Guys, Mendax was a changeling. This could totally be him.
1: Oh, I know. And every time you introduce yourself to a new person for the rest of your life, are you going to continue to ask yourself if they're Mendax?
3: Only when they're like boring type NPCs. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's not a
4: very nice way to talk about our friend Bendix.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: And maybe when their names end in X.
4: Oh, you know what? That's a very good point.
3: That'll be the second criteria. All right.
1: I think the bigger issue is that you haven't moved on, Nezgrax.
3: Oh, I'm moving on. It's a process. Hmm. I mean, Right now, I'm in anger.
1: <laughs> There's steps. <laughs> You'll get to all of them.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I will just say, as a DM, I do like just messing a bit with Nezgrax's player, so... <laughs> there have been a couple of red herrings around the place,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> just just to, just to add a little bit of spice into the proceedings. Some
1: of them literally named red herring, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> and some having red hair. Oh, yo. <laughs> actually, I, did, I, I haven't, I haven't done that one yet. Um, I'll, I'll write that down.
4: Strawberry blonde, my friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. <laughs>
4: So if we're not here to get Sambuca, then what are we here for? Excuse well, me, I'm Well, moved. let me
0: explain. You guys would stop talking to the help, okay? Oof, jotting that down. <laughs> he gives Bendix a bit of side eyes, like, why do you talk so much? <laughs> so let me tell you the situation, the reason why I called you here. So we have a reason to believe that there is... Well, let me start at the beginning. About six months ago or so there, uh, we had reports of a cat burglar around uh, these parts, sometimes up the coast, sometimes further inland, but it was always the same calling card. There was no well, calling card. Oh.
3: oh. So that's how, okay. That's how However, you knew it was the same person, because they didn't leave any <laughs> calling cards. That's
0: usually how that works, yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Anyway, we have reason to believe that this uh this burglar uh called the Phantom. Good name. Uh we have reason to believe they are planning a a heist of the Museum of Natural History uh tonight at the their new uh Do you say gala like in the US for for a, a swanky swanky party? Yeah. I think we say gala. We are saying gala. gala. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Why? How do you say it in the UK?
0: Oh, we say we say gala, but I, I I'm I'm fairly confident I've heard people say gala in the yeah, US. It's
4: well. it's regional in the US. Okay. It, I've heard gala, gala, and gala, just in this own little US of A.
0: Okay. okay, I'm I'm gonna aim for like straight halfway in between. <laughs> All right, we have reason to believe that the Phantom is gonna stage a heist at uh, tonight's gala uh, to for their new exhibit of. Well, frankly, an enormous diamond. Mm. (laughs) And the information we've been given is that this cat burglar is working with, well, the H.H.O. He looks at Nezgrax and goes, I'm pretty sure you know who they are. Yes,
3: and I know exactly what their initials stand for. (laughs) Why don't you let the rest of the team in on that information? I mean frankly we don't know that either. Oh. well, oh, Jesus Christ. You
0: <laughs> No, that's definitely not it. Can you at least tell me what DGS stands for? Oh yes, I I I can do that, but <gasps> but first I just want to uh just let you know that your your mission uh tonight is to foil that robbery however you see fit. I don't mind. I I do have a couple of ground rules. Just to preserve the integrity of our mission, the guards do not know what's going on. So we have one informant on the inside. He's one of us—a uh, gnome, I mean—not part of the <laughs> part of the DGS. No, he's far too weird for that. He's some sort of professor um, at the at the museum.
1: Oh yeah, Olive hasn't met him. Hmm. Huh.
3: And Neskrax has completely forgotten that he has met him. That has he? <laughs> so he's, he's just nodding along. Mm-hmm. I guess you
1: didn't really meet him. You met like an alternate reality version of him. So he an hasn't alter- met you, but you've met him.
3: Oh, that's true. We were in virtual reality. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you've got Good all this point. information. Oh my gosh, it's just like like that romantic couple and they like live their whole life together and at the end they die and they wake up and it was a dream and she's never met you. Have you guys seen I Watch Too Much Rick and Morty? Keep going. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, listeners, okay. check out An Existential Crisis for the background on this character. <laughs> yeah. Just wow. throwing that in there.
1: Or a version of him.
0: Or a version of him, yeah. So, yeah, as I was saying, the guards have no idea what's going on, so if you get caught, you're that's on your own back. And we will deny being involved at all because, let's face it, we don't know who's in on this. We've got our own network of informants and this guy's one of them. Wait,
3: the professor is one of your informants.
0: Yeah. And what's his name again? We don't we don't do names here. <laughs> okay. Must be difficult. <laughs> hey, we do code names. Okay, what's his code name? his code name is a weird professor guy. <laughs> okay,
3: that's not much of a code, but yeah, alright, fine. D DGS. D G S. D y DGS. DGS. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, um...
0: DGS. Anyway, I should probably thank you for uh,
3: agreeing nip, to nip, work
0: with nip, uh, the, the nip, DGS. Um. Nip, yep.
1: <laughs> Nesgrex is like planting his feet and crossing his arms across his chest.
0: <laughs> Sorry, it is. It's, uh, I I, I, just, I just really love this this pun. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so happy about it. People hate it, but love it at the same time. Uh, so we look he looks at you go well on behalf of everyone here i just wanted to thank you for working with the department of nomland security. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so is th- so j-
4: just so that just so that i'm clear uh is there is there any you know it, intel you're providing here uh it sounds like you're having us go to the scala and the guards don't know that we are trying to prevent something. And you don't know who's coming. And some professor, who we don't have the name of, also has some information about it. Is that just, to, Is the did I sum it up? Or did I miss anything?
0: No, that's basically it. Uh, nesgra okay, cool. uh, just give me a quick his- history check. Yes, no problem. Then I, I will, as a DM, give you the name. Okay.
3: Oh, was like, oh no, it was an 11. I thought it was a one. I got seven plus four, 11.
0: Yep, th- that'll do me because it is personal history for you. Um, and le- let's face it, you're not going to forget uh, Dr. Gilligan Postlethwaite anytime soon. That's it, a- Posslethwaite. Let's not forget.
1: Did he forget Gimbalwink? Yeah.
3: I yeah. don't know. Did he? Good work. Did you look back in your notes to get <laughs> that one, or do you remember?
1: We have a wiki.
3: Say <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking it up. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gambling. But there's yeah. also a f- former FBK um, Fletcher, isn't there, who works at the museum? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> look, we've got like <laughs> it'll be like a reunion.
0: <laughs> Although I can't guarantee Fletcher will be there.
1: He's always off adventuring.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna like turn around to
3: Olive and Miracat just to say, okay, guys, just to let you know, uh, a while ago. Uh, I was in virtual reality with a couple of other guys and we were, uh, we went to the Museum of Natural History to meet this Professor Gilligan and he was telling us all about virtual reality and he accidentally put his, his minotaur assistant in the virtual reality and then he went into a coma and then we had to go in there and save him. And so, and then we got out of the virtual reality, so I'm not even sure these people are going to remember us. So just to let you know, you're all caught up.
1: Cool.
4: I wonder if they know the professor that we're going to meet with tonight. Who,
3: who's? That's him. He is the professor. Professor. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Right. Yeah, they're, they're same, the same page person. now. Yeah, same yeah. page
2: now. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm.
3: Great. Okay.
4: So no sambuca. Is that the? That's the. <laughs> not even like you have like oh, like a like, like a like you know like one <laughs> He's of those so like. Sad. <laughs> I just you know I, I had I have expectations of a sambuca and. I feel like they have not been met.
0: I'll t- I'll tell you what. You know, you do a good job for me, I'll get you some sambuca for when you get back.
4: Perfect. I don't even like sambuca to be completely frank, but it it just feels like at this point it's the th- it's the thread I'm pulling.
3: I
0: mean, I, I, go- I mean, mean none of us really like sambuca. We just uh, I, I, I we, thought we had we cool had to um, get I was still a, drink it. Yeah, we we ju- we just had to get an option on the uh <laughs> on the alcohol choice that no one would uh, would order.
4: Yeah, I yeah, know that's that's very fair, you know. I feel like as a culture we all agree Sambuca is bad and yet we must order it.
0: Yeah. Alright, I have
1: never tried this or heard of this in time. Like,
4: it's what, bad. What is it? It's like black licorice. It's oh. like a very British thing because they don't really drink it in America. Oh. But uh it's like like fresher, like I'm gonna like drink this before I go to the bar. It's like very, very bad.
1: Like Jaeger is licorice?
4: It's like a bad version of Jaeger. Yeah.
1: Oh, but you know, some people like licorice. Oh,
4: for
3: mm-hmm. the
1: listeners, don't eat too much licorice because like it can stop your heart. Glycerin, and it's also It's
3: horrible. It can stop your heart. Yeah. yeah. What?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glycerin. Yeah, GL.
3: I don't know how to spell it. How much would you have to eat? Is it like an impossible 700 amount? 700
1: grams of chewy licorice candy has been known to do it.
4: Wow. So you mean I shouldn't keep eating out of this big bucket of licorice I have beside my desk right now? <laughs> uh,
1: there's a daily maximum, and if you go above that, the first symptom is heart failure. So fun wow. fact, licorice, super deadly, and the reason why you don't like it is because your body's like, hey, dum-dum, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's poison. And then you're like, what? No.
3: <laughs> okay, good to know. They should really put that on the box.
2: <laughs> uh, no one cares. I, th- I think it might
3: affect sales if they did. <laughs> yeah,
4: it should. It should. There do. is a big poison symbol on my bucket of licorice, but I thought that was just branding. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. I will enjoy that sambuca bottle after we finish this. Well, I, you know, I won't, but it's like the thought that counts. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, do we have to go out the same way that we came in through uh, the no, little holes? No, no.
0: Uh, we we can get you there in no time at all. let me, let me, let me show you uh, and. Uh, the pipes. <laughs> he, he walks out of the office and uh, takes you back towards uh, the big cavernous area. So in the centre of it, there's sort of a uh, where all the pipes converge. There's like a, a almost like a rotating merry-go-round. You know, uh, like uh, t- in the UK we have a theme park called Alton Towers, which has has like a a, a river rapid ride, um, which just goes down. Um, so you are in like. Uh, little boats and like right at the top of it there's the station where all the boats converge and it's it just rotates uh consistently where the boats just hang on to the side until you get on it's kind of like that there are just uh, pods um on this little merry-go-round which you see occasionally shoot off into the different tunnels cool so, so as as you walk along um, the detective is explaining how they managed to set up uh, this elaborate transport system underneath Nikmoy without anyone really noticing uh, in in short it was a a plant in the city government to you know get a fast track on some uh permits it's a really boring story um as you can imagine but we'll we'll just gloss over that they' <laughs> just anyway so that's how uh we managed to uh build the nomadic tubes and uh, uh. I just I wanted to get to
4: that.
3: absolutely listening. The nomadic tubes. I just got it. Oh, God.
0: Oh, this is going to be a long episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of that on the way. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so coming oh. up to the station, he just looks you up and down and goes, right, um, I'm pretty sure we got some larger pods uh, out back somewhere they might be a bit dusty we don't tend to use them but they are to fit but yeah we, we can get you to the museum in maybe about five minutes
1: i have one condition
0: yes
1: i want to bring bendix
3: <gasps> nice one olive high yes five. yes i'm in i'm
4: in
1: <laughs> he doesn't look like he gets out much
4: and we, uh, you know, we might need someone to, you know, keep someone who knows in the know about the about the area so that while we're doing the hard work, someone can someone can help us make sure that everything's up
0: and according to speed. Olive? You won't miss him, right? Olive, please roll me a persuasion check.
1: Oh, no, I'm so bad at those.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: can I help on that? Can I use help action? Are you using Tuna?
4: I am, uh, he has not been here. I could bring him out. Uh I'm going to say
0: no. I'm going to say I'm not. Okay. Good uh you you can just roll it uh as per normal. I I, I would have said um using tuna that would have given disadvantage on the roll.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I have a negative 1 in persuasion, so after my 19 on the dice, that's 18 overall.
3: <laughs> the DM's thing. That's pretty good, <laughs>
1: Look at him. he looks, mad.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> we messed up his plan.
0: okay, yeah, let me plan. just cross some things out before we?
1: Oh no, it... <laughs> you don't have to. I mean, maybe he's busy, I don't know
0: oh, he's well, very I think busy with a person. 19, we have to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just looked so sad and alone <laughs> i
0: I mean you know, you can ask him, but i I don't think he's up for this sort of thing. he's uh, oh, oh, I'll he's, ask him. he's, he's oh. not really an out, outdoors kind of guy.
3: I'll I'll ask him. Is 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 he right there? Uh, no. Oh, he's back in the office. Yeah. Why Why would he follow you? <laughs> uh, he, he seemed like he was helping. It <laughs> he was just sort of. All right. Well,
4: no, If you want to go ask him, I actually have some questions before we go. This is my first gala, so I you know I just want to make sure that I have a lay of the land. Unless you want you know someone to come with you. Are we gonna?
3: Do you know your way back? To the, the office? Me, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, don't don't worry. offered? Let, let me, um, let, why don't you let me handle this? I, I want to I talk to this Bendix guy alone.
1: Okay, right, and but... remember, he's not Mendax, and you've moved on.
3: Don't worry, totally moved on. Look at me, carefree, footloose, <laughs> fancy free. <laughs> and he's, like, uh, smiling. Meerkat, really. like, <laughs> le- yeah, Meerkat leans over to Olive
4: if he's not back in, like, maybe 10 minutes, oh gosh, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll take a look. But anyway, I have some <laughs> questions about the gala.
1: <laughs> right. What are you wearing? <laughs>
4: That's exact. Thank you, Olive. That's exactly <laughs> it. Because I, you know, this tunic is very nice. And I love your dues going on, Olive. But I just don't think we're gala appropriate. Is there any, maybe, is there, like, a bursa that we can approach to maybe have some <laughs> outfits that we could borrow for this occasion? After all, we want to fit in at this museum, especially with all this high society for the for the jewel you see
1: i do know a tailor, and as we talk about that we're distracting detective inspector Devito. go ahead nesgrax
0: yes meanwhile okay i sneak away i was gonna say this is two sessions in a row i've accidentally sent olive to a fancy do
3: yeah
1: <laughs> this time i have a dress
2: <laughs>
0: i gave you a dress last time
3: and you hated it
1: i kept it though
3: <laughs> oh okay I thought you were trying to get rid of it.
1: <laughs> what, did I shove it half into a well? No. Yes, yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> Only <it> half. Got... <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, so if if Nesgrax is heading off alone, I will ask the other two players if it's okay to take off their headphones.
2: <gasps> yes.
0: Yes. I'm, I'll make it quick. Hi, Nesgrax. Hey. This is your uh, friendly, friendly DM here saying uh, hi.
3: Hey.
0: Okay, so you want to uh, wander back to the office is that right yeah that's correct okay all right so you want to back into the office um bendix is not there because this is not his office um uh-huh. he's it, i mean if it helps you out of uh out of universe he's wandered over to his office which is um uh two doors down past the store cupboard just looks at looks at his map okay if you want to okay. wander over that direction. So,
3: yeah, no, I want to go there. Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, so you wander into his office. It's, um, well, fairly boring in there. There are a couple of bookshelves, um, a map uh, of the surrounding area. There's there's a globe of, of the world. And then Bendix is just sat at his desk doing some meaningless, boring paperwork. Okay. Uh,
3: so I go up to
0: Bendix... I
3: go up to his desk, so I'm standing, like, right in front of the desk, looking down at him, like, very seriously.
0: Okay, he looks back up at you.
3: I reach into my hoodie pocket, and I pull out the conch shell that okay. Mendex that Mendex gave me. And when I blow on the conch
0: shell, Mendex has to uh, uh, appear, as, as I understand it. Um, I don't think he he necessarily described exactly how it worked. He just said uh-huh. that if you needed him, you could use that and okay um you know he he would get in contact, so maybe it's like an emergency beacon of sorts okay. I hold the shell up no that's not that's, that's a nice shell you've got there. I like put the end of it like on my mouth he looks. Confused and a little worried, all right, I put the shell back in my pocket,
3: <laughs> okay, I say, I guess it's not you, not who never mind, um listen, Bendix uh, there's been some request for your aid this evening at the gala, and we'd like you to accompany us with for your assistance
0: ah uh, you, you honestly, you don't want me there i'm just, I'll, I'll just be a bore. People don't like me at parties.
3: Well, be that as it may, uh, you have ingratiated yourselves into our hearts, and we'd really like you to accompany us. So come on.
0: Uh, Roll me a persuasion check. (laughs) Okay. Eleven. Ooh. He looks at you and just goes, I'm sorry, I've got got a lot of paperwork to do, and it's just not a really good time. I mean, you know, I've got nothing to wear, and... Uh, i say I, I mean, I completely, I've, already, I've already put my slippers on i completely
3: understand chauncey no, no. god damn it <laughs> this
0: is just DM i'm telling you no
3: fine all right thanks anyway bendix i'm sure we'll meet again no one gets a name like bendix without being some sort of plot point so goodbye
0: uh I, I I will just say as you turn to leave, um, going out the door, you just hear behind you, Nesgrax. What? 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 He turns around. He says, what? And it's just Bendix there, but he just kind of looks at you seriously and says, "Look, this is not the time, okay? You can you can you know, we'll, we can talk about this later, but honestly, not now, okay? Just that that conch is for special use only." Not to check if I'm who I say I am. Okay. Now just make something up with the other two. This is strictly between you and me. Okay. Oh, just just o- tell only me. the detective knows who I am. Okay. I'll
3: I'll do what you ask. You just tell me that you're my axe brother. Uh, d-
0: do we have to use that? I'm... Yes. Uh, fine. I'm your axe brother. Yes. Oh God! Thank you. Uh, okay, like I said, that, that conch is for emergency use, okay? Okay, okay,
3: yes. No, I understand. I, I just, I had to, I had to know. I had to know. Yeah, okay.
0: I, I I get it, but, you know, I've got to keep up appearances in front of everyone else, okay? Oh,
3: I'm just so glad you're alive, brother. Oh, I, I, oh, it's just, yeah, okay, okay, look, I, I can play it cool. I can play it cool, it's fine. Play okay? It cool, okay? I'll play it cool, it's cool. Okay, hey, yeah, no, it's... Oh, it's cool. I'm cool. I'm
0: cool. Okay, but you know, you uh, know, you know. Assuming everything ends up all right, you know, I'll, we can go to the pub later, and I'll tell you what I
2: can. <gasps> yes, yes. Let's I, I do can, that. Let's I can tell
0: that. you what I can. Yes, yes. Okay, good, good. Let's do it. Let's do it.
3: Okay. Yeah, it's a date. Okay. What' I'm okay. cool. I'm cool. Okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. Okay. It's cool. I'm cool. Okay. okay. It's cool. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye, bye, friend.
0: Okay, uh, you you make your way back to the station and I will just signal for everyone else to come back in.
3: Hi. Hey, everyone. Hey, guys. Hey, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, Bendix, he's not really a party guy. He's got a lot of work to do. Um, Yeah, he's not going to be able to be there. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, well, is he okay?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's fine. You know, he's just, you know, he's overworked. He's, he's a mild case of depression.
0: Um, yeah, he's uh-huh.
3: just, you know, needs, uh, needs some alone time. He's an introvert. He's, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just
0: yeah. Don't, don't try and force introverts to go out. Mm. They, they never enjoy themselves if they're forced. Mm. Well, let it be known now, this is
4: the, not the last time we're going to see Bendix. No,
0: no.
3: I can assure you, <laughs> we will see Bendix again.
1: Is he Mendix?
3: <laughs> uh, let, let's just say this.
0: Uh, no.
3: All right, settled.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So, um, if there's not any other further questions for our esteemed detective inspector, uh, he will usher you. Um, in in, the, in that time, he's managed to uh, source some larger pods. It has to be one each, because obviously you're, you're pretty big. Um, but yeah, um, you can fit in those. And if, uh, there are there's no other business, you can shoot off to the museum's underground station. All right.
4: I've never been in a pod like this before. Have you, Tuna?
0: Uh, no, this (laughs) is my first time too. so this is very
4: strange. I hope it's very fun, so. I think it will be fun, Tuna. All right, here we go.
0: Are the pods opaque? Um, there's a little, uh... Port hole for your to to be able to look out there's not much to see because you're just going into a straight tube but yeah. you somehow feel a little more um comfortable just from the fact that you can see a bit out
3: yeah
4: the camera kind of like cuts in. it's both meerkat like through one window and then like tuna kind of peeking out from the bottom left corner like all both like looking out the porthole as things could just go
0: whizzing by yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a water slide you just get flashes of light Whizzing past.
1: I have like claustrophobia from this episode.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's it's quite a short jaunt, maybe five minutes. Okay. But a, a speedy five minutes later, uh, you all pop out. Let's see how how do, how does um, that system work? Obviously, we're still underground, so there's just a little underground station um, where you just pop out of the ground, just go pop 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 in three separate. Uh, um, landing bays, and the doors open, and you fall out onto the platform. And there's a little voice uh, over a town saying, Please mind the gap between the pods and the platform.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Right, so you are at the Nikomoi Museum of Natural History's secret gnomish underground station. Yay! There is oh. a ladder. Uh, over in the corner, which just says "exit," uh, it seems to uh, travel up to a manhole in the floor. Cool. Well, uh, the overworld right. floor, your ceiling.
4: All right. Should we maybe come up with some sort of some sort of plan or a, a, a method of attack? It, it seems it like is. someone is trying to steal a diamond here, and there's a big party going on as they're doing it. So, they, you know, clearly, if they plan to steal during a party, they must be very smart, and they must have some sort of plan.
3: Hmm. Yes. Um. Mm. Besides that, I, I think we we still need to change, don't we? We're, oh, we're, yes, we do need to change. <laughs> we're going to be a little conspicuous in our these clothes, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um.
1: Oh, there's a tailor, Enzo Aristrope, oh. right? Wasn't he in the guild the other day? Tanagers' personal tailor, right? That he invited over to the guild.
3: So. I don't think I was there that day.
1: Oh, he he's super cool looking. He's opalescent. He's cool. a beetle folk.
3: Okay. Creepy. But yeah. Love I mean, that. Yeah.
1: I mean, if by creepy you mean opally beautiful. Sure. Yeah,
3: okay. He's a beetle, so yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um and Olive does know where his shop is because she's been there with Tanager. So you guys wanna go get dressed up?
3: Yeah. Let's do it.
4: I do think it, I do think it's worth it. after all, we're going to have a we would have you know we would be at a, a strong disadvantage if we did not fit in or look like everyone else at the at the gala. I'm just mm. assuming it's fancy. I actually don't know. I've never been to a
3: gala. Yeah yeah, I do think I, I have been to galas before, and um, yeah, they're usually pretty fancy, so okay, yeah, yeah, let's just go get changed.
1: I'll meet you guys there. I'm going to go pick up that gold dress that you gave me, Nesgrax. Thanks. Oh.
4: Wait, no, 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 no. no, Please take it. I don't know where it is.
1: Oh, right. No, I'll drop you at the tailors and then leave and come back with my dress.
4: Okay,
0: perfect.
3: Okay. Excellent.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. um, So, uh, Olive runs back home via the tailor's shop. Um the the tailor is quite close to closing because of well, they've got they've got extended hours on a Thursday, let's say it's Thursday. So it's still open, but not for very long, so you won't be able to get any proper tailored stuff, but there's some off the rack stuff, which is actually still pretty good. Nesgrax, they'll there's they've definitely got some wizard robes in stock. Okay, okay. If, if you're interested. Cool. Uh, Meerkat, what what sort of things would you be looking for?
4: All right, Enzo, okay, I'm, you know, I'm not very fashionable, so I just, I'd like to get your opinion on this. What would you give to somebody who was performing at a fancy gala, and maybe didn't want to look like someone who's attending, but someone who's, you know, like, part of the staff, but still a little showy, uh, still, you know, like, a, like a flair to it, but they're, if you see them when they're not performing, they're like, oh, they must be here for... You know, they're, 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 they're serving or they're acting in some sense here. Does that make sense? Am I, am I, am I,
0: you know, I want it like a performer's outfit for a fancy gala. The tailor's nodding and goes, yes, I know exactly what you mean, sir. You're, you're looking for um, a thing that says man of the people. You want something which um, says, I, I'm a worker, I'm a workman. And yet I have a flair for the dramatic. That is exactly
4: it, Enzo. Well, yes, you please? are just
0: in luck, sir. As, as it would happen, I do have this rather fetching, uh, matching sailor outfit, for, which ought fits you and your uh, little accomplice there. Perfect. <laughs> so we will both be dressed as sailors at this fancy gala? Yes. Does that not just say workman, but fancy? Oh I'm a hundred percent in. That is perfect. <laughs>
4: excellent, excellent. There's this like one little shot of uh of Meerkat and uh Tuna like standing in front of a mirror, both like turning to the left to, like, take a look at their sailor outfit, turning to the right. Like, it's all white with, like, a blue kind of bow tie and, like, a very exaggerated, like, captain's hat on Tuna and then, like, a normal sailor's hat on uh, Meerkat. And they're both turning to the left and right in the mirror at the same time. And then Meerkat turns back to Enzo's like, Yes, this'll do just
0: great, Enzo. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. I'll I'll ring you up now. Uh, Would you like that put on the uh, guild um, tab? Absolutely, because this outfit does not have pockets. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful.
3: I think Nesgrax is, he's initially looking at the wizard robes, but he finds, like, a, a really nice tux that is, like, just his measurements, and he's remembering like, his past life when he used to dress up a lot, and he hasn't done that in a while. He's just been, like, slumming it, and like, wearing hoodies, and partying at uh, Nick and Wee Community College, and so he hasn't Really had an excuse to dress up, and so he wants to get the tux.
0: Ah, yes, excellent choice, sir. Um, I will mention this one is, in fact, uh, 50% off. Oh, well, serenity. it's it's 50% off if you only buy the top half. <laughs> A little bit of um, humor there for nice. you, sir. yeah. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, no, full price, please. Very well. Uh, on the guild tab as well? Uh, yeah, sure. Ah, excellent, excellent. <laughs> New
1: Lisag will remember us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just means you don't have to pay for it now, and then we can just move right on. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, great. So uh, you two are now dressed up well you you two and a half are now dressed up very nicely indeed, as
1: The bell over the door tinkles and Olive walks in wearing a backless ball gown, gold and shimmery.
0: Woo, Nesgrax, how are you feeling now? You get to uh, see Olive almost uh, voluntarily wearing that dress. He,
3: he just puts his hand on his heart and then he does like a little like golf clap. Bravo. An- amazing, Olive.
1: Awkwardly stands there.
3: <laughs> and then Meerkat walks in and is like, oh!
4: You two look fabulous. <laughs> oh gosh, this is going to be great. Look at us all in our fun outfits, all three of us.
3: Yes, yeah, some more fun than others.
4: Well, I may have thought of a little plan while I was here, um, oh. and then yeah, I'd like to continue talking about my plan as we head over to the museum. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So you know, I you know, I think so. I think it would work very well if. If if at least one of you two, maybe both of you, pretend to be party goers here so that, you know, you can ease into the crowd, set the scene, take a look around at what's going on. I thought it might be good if I was a performer here. If I was maybe some entertainment for the crowd so that way, A, I can create a distraction. Everyone's looking at me. Everyone's watching the show. I can maybe keep an eye out for anyone who isn't and maybe try to, you know, indicate somehow that someone is amiss. And, you know, maybe just, you know... Spread out our agency here, you know. The more people we have uh, surveying the scene, the more the more we'll have. The more we'll have a chance of finding this so-called phantom thief.
3: I like it. Well done. Yeah, good thinking. All right, cool. Yeah, right.
4: perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should mention uh, uh, for the DM, I have a move that I forgot to send because my PDF worker has been. Absolute garbage. Um, I have a feature for puppeteer. My background called "Play the Crowd," where so long as I'm doing a performance with tuna, I get advantage on any insight or persuasion checks as done as part of the performance.
0: Okay, uh, all right. So, so like, if you're uh, if you get a volunteer from the crowd, and, and tuna's like, oh tell us a secret.
4: Yeah, yeah, like if I yeah, like anything kind of engaging with the crowd I am performing to or performing with All right. uh as long as I'm using tuna, I would be advantage on persuasion or insight checks. Okay, that sounds fun. It's like a little homebrewed because I wanted to get tuna involved. <laughs> nice. Uh but just just so you know in case yeah, that comes yeah.
0: up. sounds so, sounds like fun.
1: I also have a suggestion. Would it be possible for us to stop by the magical spell scroll store on the way to the museum?
3: Yeah, I think so. I I, I think we have a little time. I could do that, yeah, sure. I haven't Sweet. bought any scrolls yet. I, I haven't had any money. I spent about fifty gold on a chop nozzle. Which <laughs> is like a it's like an ostrich with an <laughs> axe for a beak.
4: It's a chop nozzle. Oh, you absolutely have to show me that when we get back. That
3: sounds rad. I will. It's pretty cool. Yeah. What's its name? What's it its AND is a name? Daphne.
1: Daphne? <laughs> That's cute.
0: Oh, <laughs> gosh. Just adorable.
1: DM, are we at the spell scroll store?
0: Um, I'm just figuring out the time. <laughs> I think it might be closed. Give me one second.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, um, unfortunately, it's it closed about fifteen minutes ago.
1: Oh darn! Okay, well there goes that plan.
2: Oh
0: well.
1: I was gonna buy the spell alarm for twenty five gold and cast it on the inside of the display case for the diamond.
4: Oh, Oh, that's what? Yes, yeah, it's
3: good thinking. It was good thinking, Oliver. Wow.
1: But if we can't do that, I guess we'll just have to steal it
4: first.
3: Whoa! Yeah. Okay. You know what? I get
4: is that the is, is that the best <laughs> should we sti- well oh, maybe <laughs> No, I don't.
1: <laughs> does anyone here know illusions we can like
4: I have minor illusion I can do that <laughs> is I too can do illusions of the minor
3: status
1: okay well yeah we can take it and put an illusion inside the display case and then no one will ever know it's not like they're picking it up right
3: yeah I guess uh yeah. I just yeah. Uh, would have to constant. Oh, wait. Oh, a minor illusion's only going to work for a minute, isn't it?
1: Oh, OK. Never mind. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's just go stare at it for a few hours, I guess.
0: Uh, can, uh, can I can I just quickly uh, butt in with a, a history check from Nesgrax? Oh, OK. I mean, honestly, you probably don't need to roll this. I just want to uh, send a, a bit of inf- past information your way. Non-natural 20. Okay, uh, ringing in your ears are the words you heard from your uncle earlier. Nez grax, my boy. It might be a good idea just to do some extra crimes to make it easier to get into the HHO.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. You
2: should oh. steal it.
0: <laughs> guys,
3: guys, I just realized... This is actually kind of a fortuitous opportunity for us. Um, I sort of need to commit a crime anyway for my master plan to work. So, um, yeah, I think Olive's right. I think we need to um, we need to steal the diamond.
4: All right, so we are stealing this diamond.
3: Yeah. Okay. Although I'm I'm thinking now, if we steal it too well. <laughs> then it won't go, I won't have a criminal record.
1: <laughs> so we should steal it and then get caught.
3: <laughs> we have to steal it and then get caught. So it'll be like uh, like a, a really crappy Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> so Ocean's Twelve. Ocean's Twelve, it'll be Ocean's Twelve.
2: Yes, so e-
4: it'll be just like an Ocean's Twelve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, either we save the day and we prevent the diamond from getting stolen, or the diamond gets stolen and you take the blame. So either way it works out for you, right, Neskrex?
3: Uh, as long as I don't spend, like, the rest of my life in jail, yeah, (laughs) that would be fine. It's a tough one.
4: How about this? How about, let's steal the diamond. Let's, that sounds like we're already there. It sounds like that's definitely happening, that we're stealing this diamond, I'm saying, as we're, like, approaching the museum. (laughs) Uh, Nice and loudly for everyone to hear. (laughs) Um... (laughs) That's definitely happening, and then you know maybe after that we just dis- we decide whether or not you reveal that you've stolen that diamond. It just feels like it could go very poorly while we are here, maybe at a maybe at a later date you 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 write an anonymous letter or something
3: yeah yeah good good call maybe I so could long leave, as like-
4: so long as the people that are
3: important know that you stole that diamond you're right, yes. Yeah, good point. Um, maybe I could leave like my own calling card and then people will know oh. it wasn't the phantom. Oh, yes. Dang. How about that? This,
4: this is the start of your journey. We have to, you, you'll have to come up with a calling card as we're, I mean, we're here, so we can't quite, you know, we can't quite break it up like a full one, but you'll oh, know. I I think in the moment when we steal this dime, <laughs> you're going to know what your
3: calling card is. Thank you. And, you're and right.
1: we're, we're carrying an index card that says, DGS on it.
3: So. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. We could get those guys into serious trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh no, but you should make your own like business card. Yeah.
4: Dirty grifting stealers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice one. Yeah, they didn't they don't say what it is. So yeah, it could just be anything. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah, all right. That sounds like a plan.
1: How much time do we have between the start of the ball and right now?
0: Um it's already in full swing as you arrive. So um, you walk up to the uh, Nicomoy Museum of Natural History and there are spotlights everywhere due to magic and there's um, the faint uh, sound of music coming from inside. There's a lot of hubbub. There are quite a lot of crowds. Anyone who's been to the the Nicomoy Museum of Natural History will know that it's not usually that busy even at the best of times. So it must be something really special.
3: Cool. All right team um well let's see do we should we get in there get the lay of the land and then we'll come up with a plan because i mean we could plan all day out here but if we don't know where this thing is
4: (laughs) yes let's 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 head inside see what's happening there and then uh you know i guess we'll have to split up at some point but let's yeah let's get it let's get a feel for the room as they say Mm
3: -hmm. let's let's see if we can keep an eye out for that gilligan guy uh he can help us out
4: oh yes the classic oceans 12 (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's head inside. And then, uh, yeah, I want to like, like, how many people are here? Like, what's the what's the room looking? Um,
0: well, <laughs> it's a really big museum. So as you walk into the main entrance, the doors leading in are absolutely enormous. And inside the entrance hall, just staring straight at you is an enormous ancient stuffed bee ancient stuffed bee yeah uh, like uh like uh, uh a very big prehistoric bee cool
1: that's not accurate so like, at all like I a say. dinosaur
0: bee. <laughs> that's not accurate at all. they
3: museums change
0: their their stuff yeah from time to got, time they've got rotating exhibits yeah it's a bee tonight <laughs> <laughs> oh no poor olive it's like This is not canonical.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm like, um, they've articulated the spine inaccurately.
3: Oh, I see.
1: (laughs) It didn't have three antennae. It had two antennae.
3: Wow. I love you know a lot about this.
1: (laughs) She's just irritated that there's, like, no amount of body fat on the bee at all. And it looks like the skin is right on top of the bone.
3: I'm
2: like, no,
1: no, no.
3: We've we've talked about this before, yeah. <laughs> Dinosaurs are probably a lot more friendly looking with body fat.
1: Yeah, but I guess with bees, you know exactly what they look like, because it's an exoskeleton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, didn't they know bees were fuzzy? <laughs> uh,
3: I, I say, okay, guys, I'm going to have a peek around for um, Professor Gilligan. Just let him know we're here,
0: all right?
1: I follow you.
0: Okay, Nezgrax, uh you will remember from your last adventure in this particular museum, or alternate reality simulation version of this museum, that um, prof- uh, Dr. Professor, he's both, uh, gilligan Posselthwaite works in the Institute of Morbid Curiosity. Okay, so yeah, I head over to... So, uh, so assuming it hasn't changed location <laughs> yeah. in the... <laughs> In the alternative <laughs> reality simulation mm-hmm. switcheroo, then you mm-hmm. know where uh, whereabouts to be looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I head
3: down to the office. I follow, and I'm
4: staying. I'm, I'm. You guys go. I'm going to stay up here just to just to get a look at the people who are milling about. Maybe see if I can, you know, catch any suspicion. We'll meet right back here.
3: Good thinking. Have a look out for where the diamond is, see if you can scope out the security, okay?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Taking a look. Mm -hmm. I mean, on that front, there are some very helpful signs saying new diamond exhibit. I mean, it actually actually says um, the BST diamond this way. BST, okay.
3: All right, well. Check More that off my list. Acronyms, or do we know what
0: BST stands
3: for already?
0: We don't do I we? mean, you could always ask someone who works at the museum, but we can do that later. I, don't worry, I will.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, so we, uh, are we splitting up into those two two little groups?
2: hmm yes. yes.
0: Okay, uh, we will do Nezgrax and Olive first. As you uh, wander over towards the Institute of Morbid Curiosity. Uh, Nesgrax, you definitely remember this route from before. It looks a lot more ordered than it did last time, although you're not quite sure whether that's because they've just tidied up now or that it was some fiendish trickster just messing with you previously.
3: Oh, okay. So wait, or- am I in... Are we looking at his office
0: yeah, you're heading over uh, that sort of, that sort of direction. So if you remember last time, it was like very messy. There was just mm-hmm. like stuff hanging around. Uh, if you remember last time, there was this big black skull with glowing eyes. It was just hanging out on a plinth with a sign saying "Do not touch." Mm-hmm. But this time, it's on a plinth in a nice little display case, uh, saying "The Skull of Scopum. Please do not touch." Oh, okay. <laughs> So there is actually some glass to stop you touching it now, which is, which is good.
3: Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah.
0: But you also notice uh, this point of the museum is pretty much empty. There's, there's no one here. Everything else is uh, back towards the main area where the gala is taking place, back towards the diamond exhibit. Okay. Uh, um, however, it does also appear that uh, Professor Postlethwaite is not here right now. Oh, okay. Meerkat. Uh. Oh, yeah. Meerkat, give me a perception check. All right. Yes, I'm looking around, just trying to get a lay of the land, and that's an 18, my friend. Ooh, excellent. Excellent. Apparently, I'm copying your, your voice now. Hey, oh, great. <laughs> Perf imitation Perfect imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Indeed. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what you see. Um, basically, you see a lot of people uh, milling around, uh, wandering over towards the diamond exhibit. Um, the people who seem to have already been there are like, whispering like amongst themselves. Have you ever seen a diamond that big? No, of course I haven't. Why would I? It's it's a it's massive. It's it's the biggest diamond I've ever seen. It must cost a fortune. How could they possibly have got that here? Um, so there's just a, a lot of people milling around. Um, you see um, what's appear to be uh, maybe a tour group um, of, they, they also look like bee people just wandering around. They've got a, a, a gnome uh, leading them around with a little, a little red flag. Uh, DM is waving his hand like he's got a flag in it, if that, if that helps. Uh, waving a flag, yeah. yes, follow, follow me for the tour. It's over this direction um and yeah i think that's pretty much or you see at the moment there's a there's a lot of a uh, lot of talk a lot of uh, drinks being held a lot of tiny foods as well maybe some uh volavons or uh, little shrimps that are being now, eaten. what is
4: what is the vibe of like the people who are attending this like is it very kind of like like a rich hoity-toity kind of vibe or is it like Uh, is it kind of like, like in, like an intellectuals, like acknowledging the rest of the museum type of vibe, or does this just seem like a party? Like what is the... It's
0: a bit of a mixture of, uh, hoity-toity types and, uh, intellectuals. So you have a lot of the people who work as researchers at the museum are there to have a look and, uh, lead, uh, groups around, uh, tours, basically of the um they're trying to get more funding for the museum more donations in so they're like okay we've got to bring everyone to this because all these rich folks are coming down for like the first time ever sometimes and if they see how great it is maybe they'll give us money so pretty much all the museum staff are focused on uh providing tours and getting drinks for all the rich people um although there are some um actual proper academics uh Trying to study uh, the diamond for uh, intellectual use.
4: All right. So I guess you know Meerkat's looking at two things in particular. He's like trying to scan the crowd, and like kind of as he's passing people, he's like, "Oh, hello, hello. It's nice to see you." Like trying to like act as though he's fitting in. He's also taking a look to see if there is a space near the diamond, either near it or like within eye shot, so that he can keep an eye on it where there is, like, kind of a space where he could theoretically perform and, like, have people kind of gather around to watch. So he's, like, scoping kind of the lay of the land for both of those things at the moment. Uh, primarily the space, but then also kind of, like, trying to see if there's anyone who's looking at the diamond, like, a little too closely, or does not seem to fit in with the clientele that is here.
0: Okay, I, uh... Oh. For the first thing, I will tell you that the area around the diamond itself—if you—if uh, you make your way over there—because it, it's like a, a down the hall and a left and a right to the actual uh, location, which is really big on the inside. It's like they've gotten rid of a, a bee-shaped creature to make room for it. Uh but so it's in this massive case. There seem to be like lasers on the inside of. The glass, maybe a pre-existing security feature, but the area around it, there is no space for you to perform. However, there it does seem to be a little alcove just outside it with a view into the room, which you might be able to get into. Okay, uh, to perform. As for uh, people looking uh, shifty, give me a, Ooh, either perception or investigation. All right, perfect. Uh, and I'm gonna
4: take perception, but it's really not gonna matter either way because that's a fat eight, a fat eight. Yeah, it's a thick eight. It's a thick, fatty eight. Thick but eight. like, With two C's. Uh, you know, <laughs> thick two C's, fatty eight. Mm-hmm. But you know,
1: it's an absolute unit.
4: <laughs> there we go. Nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, at this point, there there is just too much to concentrate on. Like there are, there's people. Everywhere There's a lot of weird smells going on. There's a, there's a lot of cheese passing under your nose that you couldn't possibly concentrate on any actual people. Fair enough. All right. In that case, uh, Meerkat's
4: still kind of like greeting every occasional person that meets his eye uh, and just like, oh, hello, I'll see you at the show later. Yeah. Uh, you're just kind of laying some seeds that there's going to be some kind of performance. It's going to head back to the spot, uh, to the kind of spot near the entrance where uh, Olive and cracks are going to meet them later, where we said we would all
0: meet up. Okay. And you, you two, are you heading back towards the main area with the big prehistoric bee?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I want to search... You're unattended
1: in his office?
0: Yeah. Um, not in his office, because... Um, I think even you be... might keep the door locked.
1: Can I try to break? Like, can I, I want in? <laughs> Could I just jiggle the handle here a little bit and see if I can
0: try? How violently would you like to jiggle the handle?
1: Uh, I don't want anyone to know I was there, so I'm just going to try to pick the lock. But I don't have lock picking co- like toolkit, so I don't know. But I think you can still try to pick a lock in D and D, even if you don't have a toolkit. So
0: yeah, I mean, you've got claws, right?
1: I've got claws. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, use that. Um, sleight of hand check then.
1: Yay! It was a 17 on the dice. And I'm a monk. So I have a sleight of hand of plus two, so that's 19.
0: Yeah, yeah that, that'll do it. It's not a very good lock. Um, because he doesn't spend money on locks because he thinks a museum is safe.
1: Okay. All right, for no particular reason, I'm going to replace the paperweight on his desk with a stone that is slightly smaller and then close the office door.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Bossy. <laughs> Uh, well, we we that, need to
0: that. That... That's, uh, that sounds like some meta spice, right there. Yeah, that
3: needs to be like that. Needs to be like something Nesquik's told her to do just to like mess with her because she wouldn't know.
1: She... <laughs> no reason. <laughs> I have weird quirks.
0: <laughs> she <laughs> <laughs> then
1: I close the door.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, making a note of that so it can come into play later.
1: <laughs> no, no. I just I I know that that's going to happen on its own out of my eyesight, and I am cool with that. It's. I had to.
0: (laughs) Player beef. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's the plan now, team? Uh, Crew? Yeah,
3: I think we should all meet up again.
0: Gang, that's it. I was thinking, what do they call it in Scooby-Doo? It's gang. Oh, yeah, it's gang. Yeah, gang. (laughs) Split up and look for clues. Okay, so you all meet (laughs) back. (laughs) Well, you meet back after splitting up in the main hall. Uh, with the giant prehistoric bee. All right, so uh,
4: it looks like it looks like the diamond's kind of tucked away in its own little corner over there. So, they, to be honest, it looked like a, a fairly easy room to steal from, which might be a problem for us, who I guess is also trying to steal. So, it is also a good thing. Yes. Uh, but it did look there was some security on the diamond. It looked like they had one of those complex uh, security setups within the case itself. So that might be something to deal with. Uh, one thing I was thinking is maybe I could maybe I, maybe I could try to distract the distract the party for the you know, three to four minutes or so. Do some kind of performance, and maybe that would give you guys enough time to go in there and steal it before someone else can. Just something I thought. Of.
3: Did you guys find anything? nothing helpful uh unfortunately our contact is not in his office so yeah Mm. we are um we need to look for him i think i think i think um he can help us how big was the diamond meerkat
0: oh gosh very big uh about uh uh four feet across it was really I don't know. Like, um, that, 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 that seems a bit excessive okay i've I'm just i've just translated that back into um metric no <laughs> it was about four feet across um maybe uh, four tabaxi feet but one regular human foot across it's still big was, okay don't yeah, yeah, just yeah.
4: that it was very tall kind of like Almost like, like like two of my heads across, and then, you know, it's like this tall, like, you know, like three and fish feet tall. It's a oh tall diamond.
2: <gasps> Jesus <Wow>.
3: Christ. <laughs> yeah, it looked
4: very expensive. Very, very, uh, I get why they're trying to steal it, This whoever this phantom is.
1: Okay, new hmm. plan. Look for people carrying wheelbarrows. <laughs> like,
3: yeah.
2: Those yeah. are suspects. That,
4: that actually brings up a very good point. If we are going to steal this diamond, which that's that's still the plan, right? We're we're going to steal the.
3: Yes, yes, we're going to okay. steal the diamond. Yes.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. How are we how are we going to get it out of here? Because it is in a corridor. We're going to have. To, it sounds. It looks like from the floor plan that I could see, we would have to walk through this kind of like main hall space to get out with this diamond. Uh, hmm. Unless unless you guys found maybe another way to get out of here.
1: Question for Nesgrex. Hmm. Do you have the spell levitate? No. Okay. Just thought I'd ask a wizard.
3: I've um, been preparing spells so that I didn't get killed by a violent person. <laughs> <laughs> Not to carry a, a huge diamond around. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. That makes sense. You just joined a group. Yeah, I get that. Um-
0: At that moment, uh, Meerkat, you feel a small tap On the back of your shoulder And a voice Mm -hmm. that goes Excuse me And that's where we're going to end it For this half (laughs) Drama (laughs) Anyway thanks for joining us For this half of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast Tune in in about 15 to 20 seconds time For part (laughs) 2 Joining us in this half Were Meerkat (laughs)
2: Meerkat (laughs)
0: Olive Bye And Nesgrax I figured out an acronym (laughs) He's so happy (laughs) Catch you in a bit Bye Bye
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast You can find more adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore Fire Breathing Kittens, all one word, podcast That's right, you can curl up with a good book based on one of our podcast episodes. The authors do a really great job of adapting them into fun novels. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please, share it with them. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you.
0: Welcome back to the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. We are once again joined by Nezgrax. Hello. Olive. Hey. And Meerkat. Salutations. Oh dear, speaking of Meerkat, would you mind giving us a quick rundown of what happened in the first half of this adventure?
4: Well, as the three of us were heading to the Hanging Thread, we were roped into a... Some may call a mission, some may call a heist, I call it a fun day. Where someone is trying to steal the diamond at the World History Museum. Someone by the name of the Phantom. And us, us three? We're here to stop it, whether that by stealing the diamond ourselves or by causing a crime to stop in its tracks, who is to say? But as we entered the wonderful gala happening at the museum, we all scoped the land, got a sense of what's going on, but somebody had tapped on my
0: shoulder. I need to employ you to narrate my life. (laughs) i just want you like walking behind me
4: (laughs) i'm the ultimate hype man but it's just neutral things it's oh and he went to pick up a pencil oh he found it (laughs) glorious
2: yeah i mean who doesn't
0: need that in their life (laughs) actually can we just redub the shawshank redemption with that voice
2: <laughs> and he crawled
0: through that hole. You know that poster? Cindy Crawford's sheep. But he poked it and then he went
4: it further. There's more in the hole. He crawled through poop, but he made it in the end. Freedom, he said. Freedom at last. Yeah, this is for the outtakes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Uh, yes, oh, I'm Morten. leaving
2: it
0: in. <laughs> Uh, okay brilliant um yeah you just had a quick tap on your shoulder and the voice behind you says excuse me yes hey, hello uh you turn around and see a uh, tabaxi uh, who is uh quite dark furred a dark tortoise shell. um they are wearing a poncho it's it's a silk poncho because it's a fancy do and it just happened. You and go. Excuse me. Um, I couldn't help it over here. Uh, but were you by any chance looking for someone? Uh,
4: uh yeah, we we, you know, well, well, one of our old friends is. Uh, he used to work as a professor. I believe they're working here at the museum now. It's been so long since we've seen them. Uh, but actually, I, th- I think you two, you two, know the professor a little bit better than I do, don't you?
0: I, ah, I say. ah, yes. Uh, this professor. Um, he, he wouldn't be a uh, like a. Uh, about yay high and just like reaches right towards the ground because about about yay high, um i i i think i maybe saw him do a he was with a group of bee people i don't really know anyway um i should probably introduce myself my name's beans lovely to meet you
3: nice to meet you beans uh yeah uh yeah we're looking for professor passelthwaite
0: um. ah yes 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 i i think i saw him earlier i've, I've been around here a couple of hours now um i i fairly sure i've seen him doing a couple of tours
2: uh, okay come on let's
0: let's go see if we can find him yeah, okay all right. yeah lead the way all right so uh beans leads you off uh back towards uh the diamond exhibit um Meerkat, uh, you will perhaps remember that in your scouting, you spotted a a gnome with a little red flag, um, touring a a small group of bee people around. Uh, It's this sight you see once again as you round the corner. Oh, is it this man with the flag? Is that the...
4: You know, because it's been so long since I've seen our professor friend
0: ah yes um i believe this was his name i haven't actually talked to him yet i'm a bit shy you see which i think is a bit weird considering i just tapped on your shoulder arm i didn't i didn't think that through oh what if he didn't like me oh no i mustn't think about that right now no no it's not a fun road to go down in beans beans yes my name is beans nice to meet you
4: i love your poncho
0: oh yes I, i love your sailor outfit where did you get it from
4: Oh well, you know, as a, you know, I'm a performer. You'll probably see my show later on tonight. And, uh, and you know, a uh, performer get their outfit from special performer places. You know, ah.
0: Performers Incorporated, Performers Chic, and uh, the Performer Depot. Ah, yes. And uh, he he's got a little notebook out. He's kind of sc- uh beans is scribbling away furiously. Go. Ah, yes. Performer. Okay. 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 Oh, and where did you get this little one? And he and uh, beans. Gestures to Tuna.
4: Oh, you mean Tuna? And uh, Meerkat casts Mage Hand and like, and brings Tuna to an animated form. is like, yes, my name is Tuna, and I was found, I was found, uh, well, a shop, I guess, that's where you find the marionettes, but it was many years ago. So I have been. I have. This has been my home for several years. Hi, I am Tuna, and Tuna holds out like a, a stretched hand towards the towards Beans, but because Tuna is very small, and I imagine Beans is more than eighteen inches tall, it is yes. a, it is a tough reach.
0: Uh, Beans Aww. reaches down with uh, two dainty claws, and and shakes Tuna's hand. Tuna, what a lovely name! Um, I'm a big fan of Tuna myself.
2: You oh, know, to you. eat, oh, to what? eat.
0: I should probably oh, mention, but
4: that's so, so funny. <laughs> I hope you're not going to eating me.
0: <laughs> so do that I. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not sure I could pass the wood.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would be very good for the digestion of you. No,
0: probably not.
4: Especially if you're expecting the fish and then Can you imagine if you're expecting the fish, the tuna, and then you get the marionette me, the tuna, and you try to eat it? It would be very bad indeed. So I am hoping you're not eating me, especially if there's going to be a show later and you need to see us, boss. Beans at this, this point next. is starting to
0: look a bit intimidated by this wave of conversation <laughs> heading, <laughs> heading yeah. their direction. But anyway, I think this is the professor. We could probably ha- have, a, have a talk to him, see, see if he can help uh, you with your little yes, problem.
3: please. Yes. God, yes. End it. Let's find the professor.
4: <laughs> okay, it was very nice to meet you, Beans. And uh, Tuna gives like a little salute in his little sailor's cap. Beans salutes back. And that just falls to the ground.
0: <laughs> that was disturbing.
4: Yes, he has a limited reach. <laughs> it was very nice to meet you, Beans. We're going to go talk to our old professor friend, who we all know very dearly.
0: Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Can I not come too? Yeah, you can come. Oh, that's good. I, I, I was hoping to make some friends here. I mean, I've been here, like, alone for maybe, like, two hours now. And uh, aside from, like, missing waiters, I haven't been able to talk to anybody. I mean, I'm not very good at starting conversations, but... You know, you would have thought someone would say something. Well, you did come up and tap me on the shoulder, so
4: don't hold, don't don't count yourself out as a bad conversationalist just yet, my dear friend Beans. I don't know what to think. No, no,
0: we'll think about that later. We'll think about that later. Yes, think about it later. Okay, <laughs> it's like a meat cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, just, just so uh, you you chappies know, uh, we've got um, uh, Thwait off uh about 15 to 20 feet away from you um with a group of five bee people cool. who is uh, kind of talking to animatedly trying to ex- trying to explain the the history of the diamond and uh the the way it was found and all sorts of things the bee people are looking really bored
2: <laughs>
0: uh, as if they're not <laughs> actually that interested what he has to say but you know he's got his he's really into it so they don't want to be rude Um,
3: so I walk I I clear that distance I walk right up to Dr Parthelthwaite and I say I want to thank all of you for attending this tour Uh, you've been a great audience but now you should really just enjoy the gala while Dr Parthelthwaite and I continue a long standing debate about the body fat of ancient bees
0: um the the group looks thrilled to be able to get away from him um, <laughs> one one of them looks at you and just goes, Oh, th- thank you, hang on voice bee voice, what would a bee lady sound like?
1: Mm, like a radio host with that like like Delilah where she's like, Hey."
0: Okay. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for uh, <laughs> helping helping us out. The, hang on, I, I know you, don't I? Oh, yes, lady. yes, yes. I've seen you before. I've se- And uh, she talk. Uh, she turns to the rest of her uh, bee cohort to go. Yes, I've, I've 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 seen this this one before. I've, I've i told you about it. This is uh, this was um um, yes, Nesquik Snozgrass
3: close yeah okay i'll take it that was pretty good uh yeah it's nesgrax
0: it's me ah yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, i haven't seen you in like forever i mean i mean you talked to me that one day at the train station but i haven't seen you since oh
3: so much has happened (laughs) here we go so
1: (laughs) olive takes nesgrax's
2: elbow
0: (laughs) I mean I would love to hear about it right now, but I'm afraid we probably don't have time looks at her. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, she doesn't have a watch, she's got like a honeycomb bracelet on but is <laughs> acting like it's a watch. Go, oh, I'm afraid we don't have time for that. We need to be we need to be off. We've um we've we've got another okay. tour booked. It it's rather no, amazing. I, we I, managed to win um a competition to to get into the garlic. It's amazing, like a group of five of us managing to get in. It was Absolutely amazing, but and then just she just kinda of leans into you. Just says Honestly, it's not worth it. We got it for free and it's still not worth the money. Aww. This guy is I, so weird. I know. I've run into him before. I know, we'll, right.
3: I'll, we'll catch up next time we need the train, but yeah. here's a teaser here's a teaser trailer. Ghost husband.
0: Well, I, okay. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, we'll 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 catch you later. We've got like backstage passes for the 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 fun uh, bits of the museum, Ooh. so we'll we'll sneak off and go investigate those. While you keep this boy busy, so he doesn't follow us around the whole time. How's that sound? Sounds good, bee lady. Finger guns. <laughs> Finger guns to you too. <laughs> so she uh, gestures towards her uh, cohort and goes, "Right, everyone, let's." Let's 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 buzz off. Hey,
2: <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't think I actually gave you my name, did I? Bee lady. <laughs> bee lady was so, my mother. Oh. So Bee lady is a family name, but oh, no, my oh. my name is saffron saffron Bee lady. Ooh. Well, saffron, I, like I, I I. It's lovely to meet you, saffron. Yes, I mean if if you if you, mu- if you must know, um, just. Because I don't like people not knowing each other This is um, Cerulean, Chartreuse, Fuchsia and Lavender We are all all of the same cohort I will remember all of those names
3: (laughs) Yes, Cerulean, Chartreuse Fuchsia and Lavender Fuchsia and Lavender Sure that will come in handy
1: (laughs) Oh, it's nice to meet you, I'm Olive I've never met people also named Colors (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ooh, very nice to meet you Um, Are, are, are you able to <laughs> Distract this Small man uh, While we escape We, we rather have uh, Other business to attend to
1: Yes I think I have Just the thing and Olive Walks over to Dr. Gilligan Postlethwaite and Strokes her chin her very large Crocodile chin with her Crocodile claws and says Is that diamond three centimeters smaller than it was before (laughs)
3: this (laughs) this is an inside joke because in existential crisis the only way we knew we were in virtual reality was everything would change its size every once in a while so we we had to continually measure everything to see if we were in virtual reality so she's messing with him
4: Meerkat, not understanding the joke, casts minor illusion on the diamond to make it seem three centimeters smaller than it was previously.
2: <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes!
3: Fantastic.
0: Okay, uh, so Postlethwaite will look up at Olive, and then look over the diamond and go, You know what? I rather think it might be. <laughs> now let me get a closer look. And then a minute later goes, No, no. Hmm. Must have been a- A minute later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes sense Must have been a trick of the glass so I'm, I'm still getting the accent back <laughs> <laughs> um, Our plan didn't work
1: A minute's long enough for the bee people to have escaped So that it is works true. great <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The,
0: the bee people are long gone Excellent
3: okay. um, Dr. Postlethwaite, um, Yeah m-
0: Do you have any Do you know who I am? Have we met before? I mean, not that I know of. Um, could you have perhaps come by? Um, I don't know, a couple of weeks. I don't. Honestly, we got a lot of um, visitors. No, that's not true at all. We get no visitors. Uh, no, I work in the the um, the Institute of Morbid Curiosity, as you may already know. But uh, but no, I don't think I've seen you before. Should I have?
3: Well, it's interesting. It's a bit of a long story i'll give you the actual short version we we uh we met in a, a a while ago in a virtual reality but everything that i seem to know about you in that virtual
0: reality seems to match up with what i'm
3: seeing here now in real life
0: oh that is strange indeed i was actually thinking about um you know doing some virtual simulations i mean at this stage it was only theoretical but I mean, I had well, some pretty promising data on the subject, but. Uh, I can tell you
3: from first hand experience, you probably want to just put the whole kibosh on that thing. Yeah, <laughs> right so now. That,
0: that was uh, the the conclusion I was getting to, because it seems a bit difficult to get uh, willing test subjects for the practice.
3: Yeah, probably a good, good thing, good, good coincidence there that that was difficult to do, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just, uh, and I, like, whispered to him, need to talk to you about the DGS.
0: Um, uh, he, his, uh, face kind of goes a bit stony, and is like, I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: You know, it doesn't matter if that diamond is the size it is now, or three centimeters smaller, because size does not define us.
0: His stony demeanor breaks, and he goes, Ah, oh, you're the ones who, are." were sent over here. Okay, okay. Yes, I can... I I can help you out. Don't worry. I I know vaguely what the idea is. Basically, there's there's something going... Like, something going on tonight. You have to stop. I I wasn't really given many details, just a general idea of that there were people coming and not much else, honestly. So, Dr. Parcelthwaite, we've
3: been sent here to prevent the stealing of the diamond.
0: Oh, the diamond, oh.
1: Yeah, oh. you know, as a museum administrator, is there any chance that you have a list of the people who were invited to this gala? Perhaps there's someone here who wasn't on the invite list.
0: I mean, perhaps, but, and he, he, he gestures around and goes, there are, like, maybe 400 people here? be very difficult to check. Like, everyone. It would.
1: Yeah, you'd have to hand that over to us and let us do some dirty work for you.
0: I mean, like, as far as I'm concerned, as long as you don't cause a ruckus, I'm okay with whatever you want to do.
4: Define
2: ruckus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The guy, the fox wearing a sailor's outfit with a puppet also wearing a sailor's outfit asks you. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Listen we were given we were given instructions as well and part of those instructions involves uh, how how should we say the 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 uh the extraction of the diamond itself for the safety of the diamond because the, the we I mean, I'm, I'm sure your intel is just as good as ours. Yeah, I'm sure so. I'm sure you're aware. The Phantom, the one who is coming after uh, coming after this diamond here, has been known to do nefarious things with it. So we are we are with, with the goods that it steals. So we are trying to make sure that all the work we're doing to make sure this diamond stays in the right hands may unfortunately resolve in the diamond being removed from its precipice for the time being. So if there's anything you know about the case that it's in, that would be a great asset to our... Our adventure to our adventure here and to the safety of both the
0: diamond and the museum here, you understand? Well, normally I'd ask for a persuasion check, but I'm not gonna bother this time. Because there's way way too expansive for a normal normal attempt, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Postle just looks stunned at the level of words flying into his ear holes. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're in contact with the same people I'm in contact with, I trust that you have the diamond's best interest at heart, so what we might be able to do is get some uh blueprints from the security office and have a look at them in my office um just to see you know what um arrangements there already are on the uh, the diamond itself and see if there's any um exhaust put, let's say uh for any anything to get into
2: okay that sounds okay.
0: perfect the, the little you, astral was joke for you
4: i know it's very funny and i think we all got it without any thinking involved we were all there a hundred percent
3: yeah i totally got it I too
4: got it.
1: <laughs> Olive is eating the fancy cheese. She's been at the party so long, and there's like cheese with blue veins, and red veins, and green veins. And she's like, "Do they all taste the same?"
0: No, they don't. Uh, the the green vein one tastes a bit minty. The red one is chili, and the blue is bubble gum. It's really weird cheese. Oh, oh, <laughs> is this is yeah, so. like rich people cheese?
1: Oh, I love rich people cheese. Yeah, so she has wandered off. Sorry, guys. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, you're fine. That means that everyone here gets the joke that you just told, my dear friend. Oh, well, that's good to know. I don't
0: usually try jokes. Uh, well, you're very good at them. You should do them more often. On, I'm, I'm just having him roll a quick insight check. Suspicious. Yep, yep, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks at you a bit weird. A bit of side eye. <laughs> He's so suspicious. Are you flirting with him?
4: No, this is just my voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, I mean, if that's that's okay with you, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm here to help you with whatever you need. Although I probably shouldn't be told too much, should I? Because honestly, I'm not sure if I could sleep at night with this weird things going on.
1: Olive brings back a plate. It's about the size of her hand, not much bigger, and it's loaded up with cheeses. There's like a pyramid on it where she has cleverly maximized the amount of cheese that this tiny <laughs> tray can, can have, <laughs> and she offers it to you all, being like, mmm, you
0: want some cheddar? Oh, is that the bubblegum cheese?
1: <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by odd events going on?
0: Oh, no, I, I just don't have much of a, um, a tolerance for, you know, crime.
1: Has there been crime. a lot of that recently?
0: Not here, no. Um, I, I, you know, if if something goes weird, I think about it for ages.
1: Oh, you have got to stop watching the news, my friend.
0: Don't worry. No, I, I, I have. <laughs> it's yeah. gotten too wild.
4: <laughs> well, luckily, we are going to make sure that there's no crime going on here. Our extradition of this diamond is going to be uh, a preventative journey to make sure that nothing happens to it so you can keep your mind at ease your mouth full of cheese and your heart at
0: ease okay that does make me feel better <laughs> um so I'm where sorry. would you like to start well you mentioned the
4: blueprints in the office uh, uh, yeah. i think by yeah I think, uh, all of Nutscracks, you guys might want to go check out those blueprints while I maybe, maybe see a scope of the scene, maybe, pre- maybe prepare for the, uh, the the show that we all know is coming up, where everyone will be in the, uh, the other room watching this show.
3: Good, good call. Good thinking, Meerkat, yes. Okay, yeah, bring us to the blueprints. We'll,
0: uh, check them out. Okay, uh, okay. Bean, Beans Pipes up, uh, so what would you like me to do? Oh, Beans, uh, would people. you
4: like to perform in, I, I, I'm going to need an audience volunteer for one of my, but I, no, it's, it's nothing too bad, you know, it's not, it's, a, it's just, I just, you know, I like to hear the stories of the people that I perform for, it helps to inspire the art, you see.
0: Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not much of a public speaker, um, I wouldn't know what to say.
4: Oh, you'll find it. You just dig deep in your heart, Beans.
0: Uh, I, I, are you sure?
4: Oh, I'm positive. I, yeah, you, you seem like you have stories to tell, my dear friend, Beans.
1: <laughs> the look on his face.
4: <laughs> oh, you look positively radiant waiting for this performance. To start. I think this is going to be any like Pat's Beans on the back very emphatically.
1: Uh, oh, you two are so cute. I I definitely <laughs> leave you two alone. <laughs> I'm wondering.
0: Oh. I mean, okay, but um, you 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 know, if I, if I run off and hide, you, you 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 understand why? Absolutely, it's it's all part of your story.
4: You know, oh. nothing you could do is wrong. That's the whole point of art. Beans, art comes from the interpretation of action of of insight of importance. Whatever you do, that is the correct answer,
2: Beans. (laughs) Okay.
4: Pats him on the back once more. Sounds like he's going on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Unwillingly.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you know.
4: Yeah, that much is evident.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but Olive isn't there to see it, because she has wandered off with... Dr. Gilgan Posslethwaite and Nesgrex, yeah.
0: Mhm. Uh, go check out the security office. Yeah. Okay, uh we'll follow this that group first. Um just going to go check out the security office. Um as you wander up to it, it's a little ways off the main hall. It's um weirdly there's actually a, a staircase down from the cafeteria, which is a bit of a weird place to put the security office but hey maybe those guys just want sandwiches at a, you know um, without having to travel too far
4: <laughs> don't we
0: all yeah <laughs> I mean if if you could have a sandwich like a couple of steps from work then you'd take it wouldn't you the dream <laughs> so um,
3: I want to say I want to say to Dr. Passlethwait on the way so doctor um, can you tell me do you know when you hired that Beans character?
0: Oh, no, Beans... Um, that that uh, Tabaxi does not work here. I think he's probably just a guest. Oh, or, he's a guest? I think so, yeah. Is
1: he on the list?
0: I'm, I mean, we could check.
1: Yeah, let's check. No offense, I'm not, I'm not profiling. Anyone could be the cat burglar, but...
3: A cat person is... Probably check. Yeah. <laughs> Probably worth checking out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, I mean, we can probably try and find the list somewhere. There, there will likely be one in the security office. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so heading down into the security office it, itself, um, Postlethwaite suggests that he be the only one to go in to begin with because if none of the other guards know what's going on then he might be able to get either get them out or just talk his way in so at the moment the camera is just pointed at you two hanging outside the security office as he's gone inside just to ha- have a chat see what he can do and then a couple of minutes later the door opens and he goes yeah yeah i think i've got everything sorted out we've got uh what, about about five minutes in here um before they come back from their snack break, okay. And uh, the the two guards which were inside uh, wander out with a with a knowing nod at Postlethwaite.
1: Hmm. Can I like pay attention to what their faces look like? What are they? Are they human, fairies?
0: Uh, one is a dwarf. The other is a half elf.
1: Okay, because. Thefts from museums are often inside jobs,
3: so. Uh. <laughs> Good thinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, uh, the security um, room itself is fairly basic. Um, on the wall, they've just got a list of the exhibits, um, guard rotations, um, shift patterns, all that sort of, all that sort of stuff. They've got filing cabinets in the corner of the room. Uh, with general details on, you know, the events going on, the, um, any, yeah, any ex- exhibitions that have been, you know, rotated out, that that sort of stuff, Um and you've just got a desk and some basic riot equipment in the back, uh, behind a, a mesh cage. Makes sense for a museum. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, you never know. You've got to be You've you got to be careful, right? Sure. There's some expensive stuff going on here.
3: Okay, so I'm looking around for the guest list.
0: Yeah, okay. That is 100% an investigation check. Yeah.
3: Can
2: I
1: help you or be useful in some way?
0: Yeah, of course. Ye- of course. I mean, you can look as well, so that would definitely grant advantage if you're using the help action. You, you better, because I only had an eight.
1: Oh, okay. I will help you out because I am pointing to the filing cabinets and um, pointing to any like guest list-labeled filing cabinets. So that's my help action.
3: Okay. Wow. That really helped. It was a, now a 17.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, luckily, the guest list is actually just on top of one of the filing cabinets underneath some meaningless paperwork. So you, you pull it out, dust it off. It's, uh, as Possorthwaite suggested, it's a, it's a really long list. It's about eight pages long b- because 50 people to a page, 400 guests.
3: Is it in alphabetical order?
0: Yes. Let, let's, let's be sensible about this. I'm not going to th- <laughs> throw <laughs> these stupid obstacles your way. Yes, it's in <laughs> alphabetical order.
1: Would it be okay if I were to ask a series of names and whether or not they were on this list?
0: Ooh. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Okay. Beans. Uh yes, but there is a little asterisk next to the name. Ooh.
1: We'll come back to that. Saffron.
0: Uh yes, also has an asterisk. Cerulean. Uh yes. Chartreuse? Yes, all all, all with asterisks. I will I will point out. Fuchsia. Yes, same. Lavender. Same. Daphne my my nozzle. Ch-
1: <laughs> this is a test <laughs>
0: <laughs> no
1: it's i mean, called I mean, a negative I mean control. There, there's a there are,
0: like, there's a definitely <laughs> Will, like wil wilhelm but
1: okay Bendix. no and <laughs> devito no okay all right. so everyone's supposed to be here that's good
0: what is We're the asterisk? yeah um there's a little note down at the bottom right hand corner of the list and that just says here by special arrangement.
2: Hmm. Hmm. So
0: you remember that um like Saffron and the Bee ladies um said they won a competition to get here.
1: Right. Is there anyone who was supposed to check in who didn't show up?
0: Um probably probably a couple of people, but no one you've ever really heard of. Um maybe I- I'd say probably um they're mostly politicians which have, you know, been given um you know invitations and they just haven't turned up.
1: Is there any video surveillance of the museum or the diamond?
0: Um I think here there would be maybe a a seeing stone that you can like swivel through just to get different views of different areas of the museum, yeah.
1: Okay, is it a live feed or a recording?
0: Uh let's say it's a live feed. Yeah
1: okay so this seems like a pretty solvable problem if you simply record the live feed right for all the rooms and then whoever's here who's not on the list is the thief right unless like during the event the lights go out and then everyone screams and then the lights come back on and the diamond's gone but like apart from that you know right like
2: (laughs) apart from
0: all those glaring flaws it's a perfect plan
1: (laughs) hey (laughs) it's a plan (laughs) all right show me the blueprints dm i know you want to (laughs)
0: uh so the blueprints are there, oh my God
1: <laughs> he's holding up actual blueprints. It looks like a three story complex with a large building, or like a large room and then a hallway and multiple smaller rooms leading off
0: yeah, um just out out of uh universe instead of designing the museum from scratch, I just took the floor plan from the Natural History Museum in London and wrote over it. Very good. Because I figured they'd probably be able to design it better than I could.
1: Hey, that's, yeah, Nikoi is South Africa. Uh, Just saying. Guasso. South
0: Africa. Guasso is. So we've probably got quite a lot of their stuff anyway.
1: (laughs) Oh. Oh.
0: Hey. (laughs) Moving swiftly on.
3: Uh, Oh, the shape of it is in South Africa in the map?
1: Yeah, yeah. Guasso is South Africa. Yeah. So like Cape Town. I never knew that. Is just show ah. yeah.
2: Mm. Wow.
1: Because they can do it a lot. Like human settlements can do themselves a lot better than I can. So,
3: very good. Wow. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. Anyway, blueprints.
0: Yes. Um, Postlethwaite uh, rifles through a couple of filing cabinets and go. Ah, here, here, here they are. Um, and just like f- uh, rolls out onto the table a large scroll which it just says security. Briefings and then it just details a lot of uh, different security measures that are going to be in place during the gala. So, the diamond itself is encased in a very tough uh, case which has a very high AC out of universe to break <laughs> through. It's got motion sensitive uh, lasers on the inside of it, so if there are any. Uh, Heat differences, or if it uh, notices any magic hands trying to pull the the diamond away, then it'll set those off. And even around the plinth itself, there are a number of pressure sensors, uh, so that if anyone even steps too close, it calls security.
3: Smart, smart. Okay. Well, it's impossible. I
1: would like to leave. And step too close to the plinth and see who comes like okay, so Olive would like to leave the security office. It's gotta be close to get in five minutes, anyway. And wander yeah, back yeah, to the diamond. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And kinda like lean against the glass case.
0: Okay. So <laughs> if uh, even Eating as you, as as you step too close <laughs> I'm I'm assuming you're gonna be doing it in like a nonchalant sort of manner you're just nibbling on your cheese you kind of like Mm -hmm. just take one step too far
1: yeah rotate my body so that i'm facing away from the diamond like i don't know how close i am to it back up to it and lean against it just a little bit
0: okay you you take one step too far with your cheese covered claws and suddenly from nowhere there's just there's this (laughs) <laughs> no it's not uh, sound coming from <laughs> everywhere and everyone in the exhibit turns to look at you and um, then out of how many doors are there four, four different places because this room does have a couple of guards in they all run at you and go oye, oye, what's going on here all at once they're a, they're a barbershop quartet in their spare time so they do it in <laughs> harmony <laughs>
1: I whirl around and I look around and I, I'm like excited, like looking for the show, like what's going on, like, guys? Hello, what? Hello,
0: what? hello, hello, hello. <laughs> because I,
1: I pretend like I don't even know that I'm the one who set off the alarm. I eat another piece of cheese.
0: Well, uh, you you know this is a very uh very important exhibit, Miss. Um, we'd appreciate it if you stayed this side of the velvet rope, and not come any closer because otherwise we may have to uh, escort you from the premises
1: I apologise profusely and as I do I'd like to write down who they are and where they came from and their response time <laughs> and what happened to the diamond
0: uh, the response time was about a s- well a second and a half from when it started the alarm to when they started moving but it's maybe about six seconds uh, to get from where they were to where you were
1: Did the diamond get sucked into a portal?
0: It did not.
1: Mm, That's a flaw. Okay, and where did they come from?
0: (laughs) Um, Well, there were one at each of the two staircases leading up, and then there were two guarding the main door out. Because there's like a a mezzanine level, um, so you can get a view down onto the diamond. Because uh, this is the area where that giant bee normally would be, but it's been moved into the main entrance hall for this exhibit so normally you'd be able to see the bee from like eye level
1: can I do an insight check on the people around me to see if anyone looks unconcerned everyone normal would be freaked out except for a thief who's trying to play it cool eating cheese
0: you're eating cheese and playing it cool
1: yeah I'm a bad guy
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we are actively trying to steal this diamond yeah that's a good point
1: 18. 18 I just want to know who's nonchalant.
0: Mm-hmm. Mostly just you.
1: Everyone else is like, oh, my pearls.
0: Yeah, cool. everyone else there is like bit kind of kind of freaked out from the noise because it's a really nasty noise to be hearing. Um it's okay. very much like a you know, a fire alarm when you're still asleep. There's there's just shock of it going. Bah!
1: All right guys, I gave it my all. Let's just uh Watch it for the rest of the night, I guess.
3: It was pretty ballsy there, Aleph. Well done.
1: <laughs> okay. True story. If you just apologize in museums, usually the guards are not jerks. Like, just back away from the painting. <laughs>
0: You sound like you have experience.
1: I have been <laughs> present when this has happened in real life.
0: She, she's <laughs> cased a lot of museums in a time.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm just I've been present in museums, and this it occasionally happens. So you just apologize.
3: Motions Twelve.
1: <laughs> you just apologize and walk away.
3: Um, okay. I, I do. I I want to just keep an eye open for the bee lady group, since they have. Backstage passes in whatever way, whatever that means, at a museum. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Well, since they managed to uh, disappear early, you haven't seen them because you've just come from, like, gone to the security office and back. So so if if you must know, out, out of the diamond, it was a left and then a right into the main entrance, and then there was a left... And then another left into the cafeteria, and then down a set of stairs into the security office. Mm-hmm. You passed a couple of exhibits on your way, um, but none of them are particularly interesting. There's there's one with spiders in,
2: uh,
0: <laughs> okay. one one with some fish. Okay, good to know.
2: <laughs> mm.
0: But no sign of the bee ladies. Mm. Okay. Meerkat, I I seem to remember. Uh, some some plan afoot about some performance.
4: Yeah, so I think at this point, you know, Me- uh, Meerkat gave some time for Nescracks and Olive to go off. Um, and not having the opportunity to, to consult with one another, I think uh, Meerkat's going to try and kind of gather everyone into a or rather than gather he's just going to make a big scene but uh try to kind of like draw a crowd in what seems like almost like a main hall type of event so that as opposed to getting a eyesight of the diamond like he was trying to earlier he's trying to create a crowd away from the room with the diamond in it uh for the time being kind of like in almost in that like main hall by where that giant bee was like Uh, Like, in a space where there's A, a lot of people, B, a lot of drinks and food, and C, like, a lot of entrances and exits that, from the performer's stance, Meerkat can take a look at, kind of, like,
0: scope the joints,
4: entrances and exits as he's performing.
0: Okay, uh, the main Uh, entryway sounds perfect for that, because um, you've got at least four other uh, entrances, and there's there's a nice big set of stairs leading up. Uh, to the upper galleries so you can hang out on that and um because they those like perfect. bottom steps are really wide perfect
4: so um Mirka's
0: gonna hop up about five or six steps or so
4: he's gonna place tuna on one of the steps so that tuna's still kind of like limp and lying down you know there's no mage hand activating him right now but it almost seems as though he's resting back against the steps uh kind of like relaxing for a second um you know with his little sailor's captain's hat oh, yeah, on and course. everything and uh meerkat is going to like step up on the steps and uh clap a few times and is like all right everyone how are we feeling tonight at
0: this at the the gala <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of try to rile the crowd a little uh you get some polite clapping in response
4: all right, well, thank you all for coming tonight. uh, my name is Meerkat. I'm gonna be your entertainment for the night Now. I don't know if you've been to a show here at the museum before, but we always have some volunteers come to uh tell a little bit of their tales so you get to know the people that you are here celebrating with tonight now um, i'm gonna I'm gonna look out into the audience see if I see any. Anyone, any willing hands out there? Is anyone here, anyone here looking to perform a little tonight? Tell your, share your story. Perception Um, check. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Oh, gosh. Perception, you say? Fourteen.
1: And you don't see Olive because she's in the room with the diamond, eating Mm -hmm. cheese as if she's not paying
4: attention
0: to the diamond. Fourteen for my perception check. Uh, Fourteen for the perception check, uh, Beans seems to has, have disappeared. All right. If I don't
4: see Beans, I'm looking for like a really rich person, like someone who like looks like very wealthy or as though they're like, I'm looking, I'm kind of looking for someone that like, it looks as though people might know a figure.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. So in the crowd, you do see a rather uh, resplendent looking gentleman in a top hat who you're fairly confident you've seen speak at maybe one or two public engagements no, nothing major just opening libraries or something but you think maybe he's a fairly high-ranking uh member of the local government
4: oh delightful
0: you here my friend in the hat why don't you come on up um he looks a little uncomfortable with the idea of uh that.
4: Oh, don't be shy. Come on. Come, come, come roll. And I will roll a persuasion check. (laughs) Birds. Okay, (laughs) luckily.
3: Can I, can I, I just want to say, I think Nesgrax is sort of like in between the diamond room and this room. So he's sort of like. Trying to do both. He's there with Olive, but he's also like keeping an eye on whatever um, Meerkat is doing. Which is
0: very good because I got a 19 on persuasion. Okay, uh, so the gentleman, like, looks left and he looks right. And after some egging on from his friends, he uh, quietly acquiesces and walks up onto the steps with you.
4: Oh, well, thank you very much for being our brave volunteer for the evening. Everyone give a big round of applause for our friend of our- Oh, I'm sorry. What is your name, my friend?
0: I mean, I hardly need no introduction. I am Tim...
4: <laughs> oh, of course, everyone. Everyone give a big round of applause for Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thank you so much for joining us all here tonight. Now, Tim, I just want for tonight's show just to kind of give us a little bit of little bit of insight into the real Tim. Yes, we've all seen you around. Yes, we all know your your persona, the good work that you do for the people. But I just want to hear a little bit about maybe some side of the Tim that we don't know. Tell me, What's a little something about you, Tim, that you want to tell all these people out here that maybe we don't know about you? You got any fun, fun little hobbies or, uh, or you done anything
0: cool today, Tim?
4: Give us a little insight. Who is Tim?
0: I can assure you the, that the only hobby the people need to know about is my work for the people. Now I've spent the last four years effort, <laughs> fruitlessly campaigning for a change in our tax laws, so that people like you, people like me, can have an easier life. And is that not what we worked so hard to build? An easier life for ourselves? And the crowd around him, like, nods and goes, yeah, yeah!
4: Yeah, Meerkat is also now clapping, like, nodding, like, yes, yes, and we all love the work that you're doing here, Tim, so... Of course, it would only be proper fitting for us to honor that here tonight. Isn't that right, everyone? And he kind of gestures. The gra- Shouldn't we not no, honor Tim? Yeah. Tim.
3: Tim, Tim, yeah. Tim? Tim.
4: Tim.
2: Tim. Tim. <laughs> Tim.
4: Tim. All right. Um, Meerkat is going to uh, grab uh, kind of from his little sack that he's put on the ground because there's no pockets in this outfit. Um, <laughs> he's got like a little... Um, Liar, one of those kind of like little like mini, like the harp things you can hold that you kind of like pluck yeah. on. Um And as he's doing this, he's casting Mage Hand on uh, on Tuna, who is going to kind of stand, who's so going to raise up for this little song as uh, a meerkat playing the lyre, casting Mage Hand, and Tuna is going to sing. Uh, This little song, uh, like, kind of doing a little bow towards Tim. And uh, they're going to do a little performance here as tim this is a person we all want to be because he has such good job of civil responsibility <laughs> yes he is very good we love him all the most so let's all raise our glasses here and give him yes a toast oh tim is a man we all respect and love Tim is the man we cherish all above. Everyone, Tim Tim is the man man man,
2: man, we all respect and and love. love.
4: Tim Tim is the one we cherish all all above. above. (laughs) And then uh, Tuna does a little bow with his cap.
0: (laughs) I I am not going to require a performance check. The crowd goes wild. And and even Tim looks faintly impressed.
4: Perfect. I want to say, as I'm doing that, because, um, like, I want to be kind of like watching the exits and entrance into the room, because I, like, Meerkat knows people are watching his show. So anyone who's not, he's immediately suspicious of. I want to be seeing if anyone else is leaving or entering in that room. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um,. I'm. 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 Yeah. I, I, I. won't need a perception check off you because we can supplement performance in that. Perth. <laughs> <laughs> um. So out of the corner of your eye, off to one side of the room, you see uh, a little dark tabaxi head just poking their head out, just to see how things are going.
1: Beans is so cute.
0: This <laughs> is it, uh, Beans, far too shy to. Uh, take part but still wants to still wants to watch uh yeah yeah meerkat gives beans a little wink like (laughs) and then off to uh the other side uh back towards um the direction towards the security office even though you haven't been there um you swear you notice a couple of do the bee ladies have stingers i mean they're bees
1: that's up to you dm
0: yeah uh let's let's say let's say no, but you, you see like the swish of uh the the B group's clothes. I imagine it'd be difficult to sit down if you had a stinger, hmm. especially yeah, if you were sat at a train station it. all day hmm
4: all right perfect. well thank you everyone, and thank you our lovely benefactor Tim here, for doing the work that the people here so rightfully need. Let's get taxes better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now for the next song you get yeah. uh, clap, claps all around from all the rich people wanting tax breaks
4: yeah. yes yes <laughs> yes we all need these breaks yes yes, no. yes <laughs> absolutely.
0: absolutely he just said better
3: it could be like <laughs> claps from the poor people saying like yeah le- <laughs> like more taxes on the rich make it better
1: <laughs> how to please the crowd
3: now of course our show is not done yet
4: we're going to need. And actually Tim I would like you to pick someone else out from this crowd here. Uh going to try to like drag this on a little bit. Uh, as these like he notices the bee people leaving and was about to like close the show but sees that they might be going on anticipates there might be some kind of engagement going on and is going to try to drag the show on
0: longer than he previously planned. Okay. So so th- this isn't really something we need to do beat by beat. Yeah. Yeah, we do not need to play this out. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so let's drop back in with uh, Nezgrax and Olive. What's going on, chums? Um. So,
3: uh, yeah, I, I want to... What I want to do is follow either the Bee Ladies or Beans, or split up and follow them both. But I haven't seen them. We'll split down the middle.
0: Yeah. Just tear yourself in half.
3: So I so I need that information. <laughs> so can I do, like, a perception or something? Like, if I was watching those areas, would I have been able to see them?
1: Or maybe Meerkat, like, nod his head. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, hey, mm, nod, nod.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Over okay. There. Um, I'll tell you what, give me an insight check. All right. Just to see if you understand what Meerkat is trying to tell you. Ooh, 15. Okay, you get the gist of the idea because you, you know he's only just like jogging his head around the place mm-hmm. you kind of get the idea that you need to look in those certain directions so you do see beans poking their head around the corner just seeing what's going on and then you see the head just uh go away they seem to just walk off um back in the direction of the dinosaur exhibit Oh, look at that oh okay
3: So I see Beans.
0: You see Beans, and then you you will also see um, the backs of the Bee Ladies uh, walking off in the direction of the security office, uh, which then leads further on to the Institute of Morbid Curiosity. Okay. And then uh, what did we do with um, Postlethwaite? He's still hanging around with you, isn't
3: he? Yeah, we went to go, yeah, okay. Um I'm gonna say to Olive so yeah, assuming Apostle Postlethwaite is like right next to me. Yeah. I say to Olive, who's in the diamond room, Olive, I need you to go follow beans. Take uh doctor Postlethwaite with you. No Actually, wait, the B ladies were going to his office, right? We're going yeah. towards uh, the... I, I will just hold up a quick place. map
0: for the players so they understand okay. a little bit of the, the the layout. I haven't written any spoilers on here. Nope, that that, that looks good to me. Okay, so just to, <laughs> just to give you a, a general idea of the area, the diamond is over in one corner of the map, whereas the institute is in the other corner of the map so they're entirely opposite ends of the museum
3: the, the morbid curiosities are at the opposite corner of the
0: museum map. to the diamond exhibit yes
3: okay okay very good where's the
0: dinosaur uh, the dinosaurs are due south of the diamond so diamond is on the top left corner dinosaurs uh-huh. are in the bottom left corner
1: Okay. So, Nezgrex, I kind of, like, mm, don't want to leave the diamond. Uh,
3: yeah, I hear you. Um, hmm.
1: Do you want to follow the bee people?
3: Yeah. Beans I'm is way ta-
1: too shy and adorable to be the cat burglar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't trust. I, I'm I'm less and less trusting of these bee ladies. Uh, uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm I'm going to take Dr. Apostlethwaite with me, since he knows the lay of the land, and we're going to catch up with them. All right. Um,
1: I'll stay here, and if anyone, like, knocks me out and takes the diamond, I'll at least be able to tell you when it happened. And I don't have a watch, uh-huh. so then I'm like, never mind. Um
3: will <laughs> uh, be here. Is, <laughs> I, f- I forget. Is Meerkat, Meerkat is, is what is he doing? Is he schmoozing, or is he still performing? Performing. You're, you're performing, performing. Okay. yeah. All right. We cut to like a little, like, uh, like a shot of Meerkat
4: interviewing, like, interviewing like one of the people in the crowd, and he's just singing songs like, "And that's why public schools are bad." <laughs>
1: oh, the crowd would love you so much.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows the audience. Yeah, Meerkat <laughs> knows
0: how to play a crowd.
3: This is what I want to do. I want to take like Doctor Posselthwaite Postle- with me, and. Yeah. I want to cross, like blatantly, like across the stage where Mirakad is performing. And as I'm just crossing the stage as he's performing, I'm gonna just whisper to him, like, "Keep an eye on Olive. I'm following B ladies."
0: Oh, yep, yep, yep. You can do that. It's not quite a stage. It's more of a, a large set of um, marble steps. But you can you can wander past and just like hiss out of the corner of your mouth. Yeah, that same information. So. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Meerkat,
4: fun. meerkat, like nods while he's doing like his little shoulder shimmy,
2: <laughs> while he talks about how private
4: schools are better and that charter schools do deserve public taxpayer
0: money. <laughs> Ooh, they love you. Um, oh. Do you have like a hat to put out or anything? Because these these people would definitely tip you.
4: Uh, yeah, he's got he's got like his he's got like his little satchel at oh, the you've, very you've of the You've got your sailor hat stance. as well. You know what actually for this song because Meerkat is singing it uh, Tuna is like going out into the audience with with his little us, uh the captain's hat holding out some holding out his hat for
2: some cash.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let, let's see how these goes cuz you have like very much charmed a group of rich people. Uh so <laughs> you managed to get 18 gold pieces out Woofie of them.
4: Doofy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, so yeah, we're following B-Ladies, me and Postle, plate.
0: Okay, and then Olive is sticking with the diamond, is that correct? Yes. Okay, you're in cheese land.
1: Oh my gosh, yes.
0: All right, following the B-Ladies, I'm going to need you to make a survival check for tracking. Traditionally, that (laughs) normally works in the outdoor land, but I think it works in museums as well, because you're still following signs. That's a natural
2: 12.
0: <laughs> the most natural of
2: all oh, yeah. 12s.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
4: A 12 in its Just natural, a natural twelve.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, with a solid natural 12, you're not really sure where they've gone. Uh, you saw them turn off uh, towards the, the Institute, but there's also, you know, the fish exhibit, there's the spiders, there's the cafeteria, there's a the security office. You could could really be anywhere. Hmm. Okay. I'm with Postlethwaite. You're with right?
3: Postlethwaite, yeah. Okay. So I say to him, we need to find those bee ladies. We need to get into the security office and use the seeing stones to see where they went.
0: I mean, okay, mm. but um, I did use my supply of hot sauce to bribe the security guards to give us those five minutes.
3: I, I,
1: Wait, I have a chop. How did cha- that go down?
0: Yeah. it's a very weird uh, <laughs> currency system they have here
3: yeah. <laughs> look Psst, I will get I heard them there was some
1: hot sauce in the hallway outside of the <laughs> yeah.
0: if
1: you go now you can be the first ones to get it
3: now say, they've already got I'll a supply get...
0: of hot sauce they don't need more. <laughs>
3: okay I say look I will get them tartar sauce if they
0: just let us use the sear stones for just a minute I mean, we can have a go. Good. Okay. Fast forward about two minutes to the security office. Um, the dwarf and the half-elf are both in there having some uh, nice uh, hot sandwich subs with uh hot sauce just drizzled over to give it that extra bit of kick that you uh, don't <laughs> tend to get from museum sandwiches. <laughs> one of them looks up uh, the dwarf and goes... Mm. Oh, so, well, oh, mouthful. What do you want? There, there were
3: one, two, three, four, five. There were five bee ladies who uh, just left the um, main exhibit
0: area, and we need to see where they went. Oh, yeah, the competition winners, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just showed them over towards the the, the magical history section. You know where the the that this this guy's institute is ah okay great um okay yeah nice bunch yeah bought these sandwiches in fact we're doing really we're really well today
3: Mm. Mm.
0: wait wait, why are you making noises
1: (laughs) i'm not there i can't say
3: say what you said again you can't stand this. You keep making noises when, like I completely missed something. <laughs> something about horsey sandwiches.
0: <laughs> They're going to the place
3: of morbid curiosity.
0: Yeah, something some over that way. They're, I mean, they, they they got a tour or something. I didn't really know. But, you know, the brass just uh, sends us these um, competition winners. We tell them wh- you know, where, where they need to go next. Well, that's pretty much it. That's all our job, really.
3: Okay, I mean that and the
0: security of all the exhibits, but that's you know that's that's a cakewalk really, isn't it? Nothing happens here, none it.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. Um, can they see multiple images on their seer stones at once? Or uh, no, you'd have they? to
0: you'd have to scroll through them, and it's yeah it's okay. it's, it's more or less like um, a, a crystal ball uh, where you it's 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 a swipe kind of technology okay. in that. I'm going to tell
3: them, uh, you guys need to keep an eye out for two things. The group of bee ladies and the tabaxi beans.
0: Can you do that? I mean, this just does, like, the rooms, but, I mean, we we can do what we, we can, but, I mean, why? You
3: need to search every room until you find them and keep track of both groups. One group and one individual.
0: I mean, can can, can I ask why? I mean, I probably should ask why, because, you know, security and all that just taps at his, his, uh, his vest where there's a definite security tag. He's like, it says security, right? So if there's a threat to security, we, we need to know. You need to keep an eye
3: out for them. We have reason to believe that someone is going to steal the giant... Be at the front of the museum
0: Well that certainly sounds Like a deception check <laughs> Okay <laughs> yeah. You're ha- you're hanging very Close to breaking one of the only ground rules Given to you It's a six Uh oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> Goodness
0: Right son I'm not sure what Sort of joke you're trying to play here But like, if you don't have anything Serious to share with us then I suggest You leave I say, <laughs> uh,
3: fine. Uh, I'm out of here. I hope your sandwiches are significantly spicier than you intended them to be. lately.
0: they are. That was the point.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm heading down to Thwaites area, the Institute of Morbid Curiosities.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry that that didn't, you know, end up well, but. Such yeah. is the roll of the dice. Yeah. Moving on to uh Professor Posselthwaite's area of the Institute of Morbid Curiosity. Now you you know this route well by now. Uh, so walking up to his office, the door is slightly ajar, but whether that was left from your earlier intrusion. Oh no, who I knows? closed it. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. I didn't want anyone to know I was in there.
0: Okay so it's yeah it it's still like slightly slightly ajar just slightly off its hinges but still technically shut.
1: You said still but I closed it all the way.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm 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 not doubting you like it, it's it okay. has it has been shut but not like 100%. 98% <laughs> Ah, uh, you know those doors that only shut ninety-eight percent. Yeah. Do you not have doors that only shut ninety-eight percent? To know, it, it must be a, a real thing. To be to be
3: perfectly honest, almost all of the doors in my house close about ninety-eight percent. Exactly. <laughs> it's a it common a thing. <laughs> this door, the door to the kitchen. They 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 all they don't click. Yeah. They just. Get pushed close yeah yeah
0: yeah like the, yeah. the doors over here like they sh- they shut, so you say they're shut, but there's also like a click as well, you've just got to get over that last two percent, yeah. and sometimes the doors are just rubbish, Mm-hmm. so anyway, so, so the door anyway is... uh you you walk up to the to the door and, uh postlethwaite looks at the, hang on, i i am fairly sure I left is shut uh yeah uh,
3: weird (laughs) let's uh, let's see what's inside
0: and uh, I I open the door Uh, you open the door and everything looks uh, fairly normal from where you uh, saw it earlier Uh, I will go so far as to say it looks the same so it seems fairly undisturbed uh, aside from the slightly smaller paperweight (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs)
3: Okay.
0: Uh, so Apostlefway uh, barges past you in the way only a gnome can, ineffectively, <laughs> and starts to look over his possessions just to see if there's anything missing. So he goes, okay, this is here, this is here. Is something wrong with my paperweight? <laughs> no, that would be insane. Okay. Every, <laughs> I mean, everything looks like it's like uh, around normal. Is, have you seen anything you know, strange around the place. And then he, he starts to pat himself down and goes, hmm, have you seen my keys anywhere?
1: <sighs> Frickin' Postle Sweet. Every reality he's in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's so disorganized.
1: Well, yeah. he's just...
3: Uh, I, I, I just I s- watched
1: Thank You for Smoking yesterday. Yeah? The extreme competence of the protagonist is so refreshing compared to
3: Postle Suite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I say to him you've you've lost your keys
0: yeah i mean I mean I mean it's I'm fairly sure I had them earlier, but <sighs> i I grab him by his lapels <laughs> i
3: I say to him he he's lifted three and a half feet <laughs> off the ground <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I say, passes the weight. what did you
0: have the keys to? well I mean it was the keys to my office and the keys to um mostly just the exhibits in this area um because you know i don't have the keys to the like the entire museum that would be insane, only the maybe security people would have those and then i yeah I just have the like the the magical the magical history artifacts because you know we uh take them over here and we um like any unknown ones we uh kind of keep safe um in the area over there. And he he gestures uh, towards like the back of the office, uh, where to... in your alternative reality was his um, experimental area. Okay, we need to look in there and see what's missing. Okay, yeah, this, I mean that sounds like a good idea. I mean, honestly, if if things have gone missing out of there, we should probably alert the authorities.
3: Yeah, the authorities,
0: of course. The truck. Okay. Um, so you walk up to that door and it's locked.
1: And he doesn't and you, have the key. You
0: don't have your keys. Oh no, <laughs> I wish I had my keys. Um. Okay. Uh, hmm. We should have seen this coming like three seconds ago. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. As soon as you were introduced, I saw it coming, my friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there a window to see inside? Um, it's frosted glass, but it's okay. not smashed. It just says um, "unknown magical artifacts."
1: It doesn't have to be smashed because the bee people have the keys.
0: They have the keys. Somebody. <laughs> I has thought the it keys. might be interesting to point out that the glass is not smashed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's
3: see. What I want to. I, I need to know more about the door and the
0: lock. Okay, the lock is fairly substantial. So ha- how much knowledge of locks would Nesgrax have? I imagine not a huge amount.
3: No, he's a fancy lad. He doesn't yeah. have a lot of lock experience.
0: So um, so for the time being, we can probably just keep it as It looks real sturdy.
3: What is the door What is the door made of?
0: Uh the door is going to be ma- made of very like thick hardwood with iron uh, plating around the edge to keep it structurally sound so it looks like it'd be really difficult to barge into but it does not look like it's been you know the lock's not been broken at all it's it's very much locked
3: okay uh i am going to try to burn the door down with my breath weapon (laughs) okie-dokies okay so the door needs to make a dexterity saving throw
0: <laughs>
3: unless it is just a door
4: I'm fairly confident the door is going enough. to fail
0: its dex throw okay. on account well of. doors
4: are quite dexterous I must say <laughs> you know that you know when they're like 98% closed yeah yeah There's
0: are still at 2% <laughs> yeah
4: that actually gives it a plus 8 to dex I don't make the
0: rules <laughs> Okay, so I've breath weapon is 3d6. Uh I have 2d6. Two 2d6 two even. Okay. So I rolled a 9. 9 damage on the door. Okay. So your fiery breath scorches up against the door. It does seem to like heat up and the iron turns red hot briefly. And but besides a bit of uh, scorching and uh, soot around it the door seems to be more or less unharmed okay (laughs) it's a tough door
3: yeah oh god okay um all right i tell um i tell dr possible to stand back and i'm gonna throw my chromatic
0: orb at the door okay (laughs) okie dokie's Okay and I'm uh, going to Once again s- just just roll damage it is going to be impossible for you to miss a door.
3: Okay. 13.
0: Uh which element are you picking I, Cause that's how chromatic uh, th- works, right?
3: Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um for for this I want to do I know I just did fire but that didn't seem to do anything. I'm going to do um what's 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 thunder? What's uh Uh
0: thunder is kind of sound. So it'd be quite a bit of a sonic boom.
3: Yeah, I want to do that. I want to try to boom
0: it off of its hinges or whatever. Percussive maintenance, we call it. Okay. Hit something until it fixes.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it in the door biz. Yeah. When it gets hit, it's percussive, <laughs> percussive maintenance. maintenance. <laughs> it's a classic door term. You might not be familiar with our door terminology.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I know Nesgrax isn't particularly au fait with door terminology, but... Yeah. That's what we're going for. Okay. Uh, so, what damage was that again? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, the door flies off its hinges. Oh, yeah! Uh, into <laughs> uh, into into the room. Uh, Postlethwaite looks at you rather askance and just says, "I mean, was that necessary?" <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. When you don't have a key, you use the magic key.
0: I mean, yes, but. Did it not cross your mind that if whoever took the key had not yet been in there no one actually needs the key to get in anymore
3: Uh yeah good point good point um also possible that someone has already been in there took something left and locked it after them to leave no trace such as a phantom
0: person mm. you make a very good point okay um I mean let's 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 have a look see if there's anything Anything missing? Yeah. Uh, Roll an investigation check on the inside of the room. Uh, There's a lot. If you can imagine the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they have that big warehouse just full of crates, Mm -hmm. it's like that. Everything is uh, stamped with a registration number and a brief description of the contents just to make uh, categorizing nice and easy. But it's just a room full of uh, brown wooden crates. Okay. Yeah, it's a fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing seems to be super out of place. Um, un- unfortunately. Okay. Um, although I will I... say the door has like flown into into the room and <laughs> um, hit a couple of the crates, so maybe there's oh. a little bit of damage to them. Okay.
3: Okay. I say to, Parseltoid. Uh, Parseltoid. You need to think, man. What is in here that someone could have used to steal the diamond?
0: I mean, in here, I don't know. I mean, this is all the uncategorized stuff. So this is the stuff I haven't yet been able to go through. This Because, you know, as, as I was saying before you started trying to kick doors in, <laughs> this is the place where we store the uncategorized magical artifacts before, and then I study them, I figure out what they're for, and then I can... You know, put a label on them and put them in an exhibit so people can look at them and see what they do. Like last week, we got, you know, a a a a a stone toad that makes it rain, and then I got a a, a small ball which bounces endlessly. You know, sometimes you don't know what they do, and we just got to put them in here for safety until we figure okay. out what they do. So I have no idea whether anything in here could help. Steal the diamond. If that is in fact what they're trying to steal.
3: Oh, Parcel thwaite. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Postlethwaite, The skull. The skull that is that's encased near your office. What does that do? Why is that why does that say do not touch?
0: Well, let me explain that to you, and then we'll cut <laughs> over to Olive.
1: Okay. Olive is looking at the diamond and eating cheese.
0: Oh, she's having a wonderful time, isn't she? A delicious gnomish manchego. Ooh. Ooh. Um, the crackers, if you're interested, are chive. Ooh. Ooh. Nice touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's delightful with a gnomish manchego.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> oh. yeah. Especially if you can get like a, a small like um, a drip of uh, sweet chili sauce on as well. Then it's like... Mwah. You'll have to talk to the guards for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they've got their own personal supply of condiments.
1: Do I see the dwarf, the half-elf, or the other four guards anywhere around?
0: Uh, the dwarf and the half-elf are security room uh, operatives, so they are...
1: Well, they never leave there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. Fair point. They leave Fair point! The, time. <laughs> uh, the guards in the room are... Where they were normally however as you're taking a bite into your cheese and crackers the lights in the room go out oh no
1: okay i run towards the diamond and i throw myself bodily across the glass
0: wow okay um let's well uh do you have dark vision at all not at all okay uh so roll a d20 for me just for luck
1: <laughs> Do I hit the case? Uh, a twelve? I don't. Know.
0: Uh, you ma you okay? You managed to run in the right direction.
1: <laughs> Is it uh, a little closer than I thought it was?
0: <laughs> but you, you, you forget about the velvet rope and you trip over that.
1: Okay, all right.
0: And you land on some of the pressure plates, uh, which were set uh, next to the <laughs> the plinth. So the alarm starts blaring in the darkness and by now it's madness inside the exhibit hall as there's screaming from uh people they're running out of the door and uh, everywhere else in the museum as well um the lights have gone off so this is total darkness
4: yeah so i was going to ask is so
0: are the lights off where meerkat is performing as well yes they've got they've okay. gone off for you they've gone off in the institute of morbid curiosity they're off everywhere okay uh in that case
4: i would like to i would cuz I, I like i can see the crowd is like losing it in the sense that like oh the lights went off there's obviously like, a panic i want to try to sway them to think that this is like part of the show and i want to cast like prestidigitation and like wave my hands out and like shoot some like small kind of like little sparks and then say And now, time for the final number! (laughs) And, like, try to almost, like, get them, like, back in.
0: Meerkat Uh, does not miss a beat, does he? I like
4: Meerkat. No, yeah, Meerkat is like, you know what, the show must go on. Okay, uh, roll me a performance.
1: It would probably be beautiful, too, with the sparkles. I got
0: a natural 20. (laughs) This is the best night of their lives.
4: Oh, perfect. My next song was about privatised healthcare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as you uh, shower the crowd with um, different coloured sparks, there, there's a lot of oohs and a lot of ahs as the crowd just go wild because like, after the initial shot of the lights going out and the cacophony of the alarm, which they didn't know what the alarm was about, and actually, the
4: beginning of my song was in the same key as the alarm, oh yeah, yeah, so they
0: th- so they just think it's part of it,
4: yeah. exactly, like I incorporated it into it was like eh, 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 and you really know what happens when you defund public health care for everyone, and it turns into this jazzy number about how having to pay for health care is actually the a human right.
1: Oh my gosh! There's a um, there's an episode of Nathan for you where he tries to get someone to incorporate a smoke alarm into a band. <laughs> <laughs> just, just watch it;
3: it's good. I love um, that show. Yeah. Uh,
4: I will say I'm also like I I try to like Meerkat is trying to yell like final number for uh he like works that into the song a couple times, hoping that um hoping that Olive and Nutscracks, like hear him in the sense that like yeah. This is the final
0: number, dudes. Mm -hmm. Clever.
1: Nesgrax, the lights went off.
0: Nesgrax, the lights went off. Are we back at me? Nesgrax, the lights went off. (laughs) Nesgrax, the lights went off. (laughs) Did you not hear us, Nesgrax? The lights went off. (laughs) Are we back to me? Oh, yeah, sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
3: All right, so I was with Puzzlethwaite. yeah, and he said he was going to explain what the skull was about. And th-
0: Then the lights went off and alarms alarm started blaring. Okay, and the, I I I just faintly hear, "This
3: is the final number, right?"
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is a final number. number. <laughs> so <laughs> I I
3: I I pick up Pos- Posle <laughs> under your arm because he's he's small, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a so, I, so I, I'm gonna pick him up. Are we nearby that skull?
0: Um, You're fairly nearby, yeah. It would be just down the corridor, but um, the lights are very much off. Do you have dark vision at all? No. Then you're going to have difficulty. Um, okay. So uh, we'll call that a perception with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, okay. If you want to try and spot it. Remember, ordinarily, it would be a black skull, so pretty difficult to spot yeah Now,
1: nowpostlethwaite if he was something other than a Apostlethwaite would point out that he has dark vision as he's yeah. being carried
0: he, he probably like he, he's just been picked up do you really think he's <laughs> paying attention to the fact that he can still sort of see
1: good old Gilligan postlethwaite yeah says nothing
0: classic
3: <laughs> well Ne has got a uh,
0: 14 okay um so you like Walk yourself over towards where you think the the skull was. Um, with your hands, you just like pat, like follow it against the wall as you go, like a mime. Just mm-hmm. follow your way down the corridor, and you come across this box set on a plinth, which you think you remember the skull being at. And you pat around mm-hmm. the sides, and yep, sure as sure as sure as all you can tell. It's definitely a case on top of a plinth, Mm-hmm. but it, okay. it's dark. You you can't see in. It, it's definitely okay. there. Okay. Well, it, my uncle
3: did say I needed to commit a crime, and I try to I try to break the glass, or I, I try to lift it up first. And if that doesn't work, I try to break it with my fist.
0: Okay. Uh, well, it's not gonna uh, lift right up because it was locked to begin with. Um, so as that didn't work, uh, just roll me a, a strength. Strength. Yeah, just to just to mm-hmm. see how much we can smash. Eleven. <laughs>
2: Wizards.
0: <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> no dice. I'm afraid. Uh, you you uh, ram your hand into it, and <laughs> it hurts. Like it's it's tough glass. So there's a boom <laughs> mm sound, and like your your fingers really hurt. Like. Okay, I make like a Ah.
2: Yeah. ah, 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 ah oh god. okay.
0: Ah. Uh Apostle Thwait meanwhile looking down at the floor goes, "What what is that about?"
1: <laughs> Able to see everything you just did, <laughs> just commenting on it.
0: I mean, he's he's looking down at the floor. He's being carried. He doesn't quite know what's going on.
3: I have an option here. I can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try my quarter staff. I'll do a quarter staff first, two handed,
1: <laughs> like a pinata.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you drop the professor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ow, he says, <laughs> <laughs> falling onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a six. That bounces off as well. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz Having a rough day. <laughs> so uh, like, uh, from from the floor you hear. It sounds like you're trying to break into an exhibit. Would you like some uh, help e- with that? <laughs> like the Microsoft paperclip, <laughs> Clippy.
2: <laughs> what? What do you? What like, are I'm you, just kidding.
0: I can't do a thing. I have. I've oh. not got my keys. But I'm trying to get to this black skull thing,
3: Thwaite. And first of all, what is it? to? Can you tell me quickly?
0: It's. It's. Uh, It's a very powerful magical artifact, um, which, I mean, I don't understand it fully, but it's something to do with interplanar travel.
3: Okay, sounds useful. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take out my vial of acid. I'm going to pour it on the thing. That's going to do 2d6 damage.
0: Okay. Nine. Nine damage. Let's see. The door had 20 hit points. How much would a super-reinforced... I don't think that's quite enough to get through. Oh my god. Oh. But you d- you definitely hear uh some sizzling noises and smell some wood um burning, like chemical burns.
3: Okay. Here we go. Magic missile baby.
0: Mm. How does magic missile so, work on something you can't see?
3: Uh well, I know vaguely where it is. You create three glimmer each dart is... That you can see within range. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, if it's right in front of me. You would have thought so, but... You would have thought so, right?
1: Do you have a torch?
3: Uh, I don't have a torch, but I have a (laughs) tinderbox.
1: Okay. Well.
4: How
3: about Well, do your magic missiles illuminate
4: any light of some sort? Like, what do they look like normally? Oh, yeah. that's a good point.
1: Do you have prestidigitation? No. <laughs>
4: like
3: even I have pressed the digitation. No. do you have
1: anything that does radiant damage
3: oh I have okay this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna do shocking grasp I'm gonna touch hey. it that's a touch okay. that's perfect so yeah shocking grasp that's a cantrip so yeah I'll do that 1d8 that's a 5
0: okay um the the container explodes nice open uh, but for now, we'll cut back to Olive.
1: Who's lighting torches?
0: Well, it's it's still pandemonium.
1: It's been six seconds. I've run towards it, activated the alarm, and now I'd like to light a torch. I'm going to put the torch so that I'm outside of its light range, like so that the entrance of the room is lit up, but I'm not on the diamond.
0: Okay, so this, this is a torch you previously had.
1: Yeah, I possess ten torches and a tinderbox. Okay. I would like to light a torch and set it down like however far a torch lights up, uh that far away from the diamond in the direction of the entrance of the room. Towards the bee statue. Yeah okay. And then I want to go crawl yeah. on the diamond box again.
0: Okay, so uh so you light you light up the torch, um you wanna run it over towards the doorway or throw it? Throw it. Throw it, okay. Yeah, throw it. Okay, you yeah. throw it over towards the, the doorway. Um, I'll, I'll be nice. You manage to avoid hitting too many fleeing patrons. Um, it lands <laughs> if on the floor. I hit
1: some people. I hit some people. <laughs> more light for the room.
0: <laughs> uh, meanwhile, all the all the guards are just trying to get people out safely because, let's face it, a stampede is more dangerous than like anything else at that time. So they're just trying to get everyone out. Um, you throw the torch into the doorway uh, to light up, um, let's call it 10 feet of the surrounding area.
1: Yeah, and it is officially, get- I think, 30 feet of well-lit light in a radius and then 30 yeah. additional feet of dim light, which is grey colour.
0: Okay. Yeah. So nine metres in.
1: I think. I can look it up. A torch burns for one hour, providing light in a 20-foot radius 20 and fo- dim light okay, for an additional will- 20
0: feet. <laughs> Slap bang right in the middle of our guesses. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that lights that up so you can start to see um, a bit more of the room. Um, give me a perception check.
1: 22.
0: Okay. Nice. Um,
1: this is not Pidge. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All
0: right, as you look around, um, you, you look left... There are people fleeing. You look right. There are people fleeing. You turn around towards the diamond.
1: Oh, the I'm di- laying on the diamond. I want to crawl up on the glass box and lay on it with my alligator body. <laughs> I've got my hands spread, you guys. <laughs> I want to lay on it. Just top like full
4: on snuggling up to this glass case.
1: Yes.
0: That will be rather difficult because the diamond is no longer there.
1: Straight up, <sighs> I never abandoned it. The moment the lights went out, no, this is an upset player. The moment the light went out, I dashed towards it. I freaking threw a torch across the room. I, I may have tripped over the rope thing a little bit, but like, when did I leave its side, my precious diamond?
0: Oh, oh, okay, uh, just just to like um, go go for the the way I, I I've pictured it. Um, light lights go out. You run towards the plinth. Um, yeah. You, you don't aim like directly at it um, because you know the lights are out. You know vaguely where it is. You trip over uh, one of the velvet ropes. You land on one of the pressure plates. So you're kind of like lying on your side going, ah. Alarm goes off. Pandemonium, pandemonium ensues. Um, while lying there or getting up one of those, um, you light a torch, throw it, it at yeah. the thing and then like, the turn around. The, yeah you throw the torch at the entrance then you turn around to uh look at the plinth itself
1: but like okay all right whatever um so it's gone
0: well uh funny you should say that with a 22 uh as you look up in dim light you do see a a you know a dark figure just rising up towards the ceiling
1: how far above me is it
0: um let's see that room is very big, so it'll be about uh, the ceiling is about sixty feet high.
1: How far above me is the dark figure
0: uh, about fifty feet <laughs> it's It's very mission impossible like
1: I would Just like boop. to it's fifty feet, and I've got the stats for a dart are that the dart has twenty feet or sixty feet with disadvantage, so that means I have ten feet distance right so okay so i could i could try to throw a dart with disadvantage and i'm specifically aiming at the is there a rope that this person's going up
0: um yeah it's it's kind of like a like a uh, a winch so the figure is like tom cruise like in mission impossible splayed out horizontally and they're rising up towards the ceiling like like yeah they're being winched up
1: what super sucks is that I have a jump distance of like twenty six feet.
4: <laughs> well, we, you're a second level monk, right? Yes,
1: yeah, so I have Step of the Wind. So, I
4: can... well, I was gonna say, yeah, Step of the Wind. You could double your jump distance. I know twenty six
1: key... feet. I just yeah. Did so a... that would be
4: fifty two feet. No, 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 no.
1: It's twenty six feet is the doubled. doubled. Yeah.
4: Oh no! Yeah. 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 Step of the Wind.
1: I know. Um, Uh. Literally the only option I have, because I do not have ranged attacks, I am an alligator, is to try to, with disadvantage, (laughs) throw a dart at the rope. Um,
4: Throw the torch.
1: I can catch them on fire. Frick yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I, yeah, I throw a torch Mm -hmm. instead of a dart. Um, Can it have the same stats? It's just a simple weapon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure what.
1: Okay. It says it does one fire damage if I throw the torch. So I'd like to throw the torch and try to light them up and distract them and delay them. Here's yep. disadvantage, which is going to stink. First one was a 16 on the dice. Second one is a 15 on the dice. Okay. Cool. So a 15 plus 2 plus I have proficiency in simple weapons is a non-natural 20 to throw a torch to try to burn. It's
0: uh, pretty good. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so at the last second you light up a torch and... With nearly all hope gone, you throw it up as high as you can uh, get. And if we swap to the POV shot for uh, this burglar, they just see this light heading towards their face. And you, d- um, from the ground, you see the light kind of extinguish and some embers fly off. However, in that last millisecond before the light goes out again you do see the glint of a diamond starting to fall back towards the ground
1: yeah they dropped the diamond
0: the diamond that now falls 60 feet sucks
1: that we broke your diamond
0: (laughs) (laughs) do diamonds break
1: yes they have cleavage planes in them they're actually very weak because they, they crack apart
4: Ah, uh, good to know. But I cast press the digitation to have a little the more you know symbol appear, <laughs>
0: <laughs> little rainbow.
4: Yeah, me, me, the player, not me cat.
0: <laughs> okay, so the good news is that there is still some light on the floor. So as the diamond falls back towards the ground, I will give you a chance to catch it.
1: No. It's a three-foot-long diamond? Do you mean a chance to get bludgeoned to death? Um, <laughs> hey, I was here to stop the theft, not die. <laughs> yeah, fair. I'm going to dodge. I actually will spend a key point and use patient defense. You can spend one key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action on your turn. Until the start of your turn, any attack roll made against you has disadvantage if you can see the attacker, which you're saying I can see the diamond. So I would like to dodge.
0: <laughs> I mean, you probably won't need to actually dodge because... It just falls uh, straight down. So as long as you're not standing directly beneath it,
1: okay, I'm You're going
0: to be okay. And and uh, the diamond is actually more of like one foot across. It's three tabaxi feet across, which is one regular foot. Yeah, I'm still fairly big, but I I reckon catchable.
3: So are we saying it's, are we saying it's like one by one? It's like one foot by one foot. Yeah, near enough.
1: Okay. Neskrex, you wanted to do a crime. Would breaking the world's largest diamond count?
3: Uh, I guess it's not all that, um, it's not all that, like, you know, I wouldn't brag about it. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> I broke a really big diamond.
2: <laughs> Whoops.
1: All right. Um, if I get another like turn or whatever, I'm going to keep throwing stuff as long as that person's still in my range, uh, which is 60 feet. And if they're not in my range, then I, I don't fly. I don't, you know, whatever. I just look at them. And I, I scream and point to the guards. That's that's my
0: actions. Okay, uh, meerkat. While yes. while this is going on, uh, you hear a lot of while while you're doing your rather amazing performance, there is still quite a lot of screaming and running from the diamond exhibit. Is there anything you can think of to help out with that I situation? I am
4: trying as much as possible to like sing loudly every time I hear a scream. <laughs> so that, you know, while there's a scream going on, they're like, "Ah, And that's why you should have to pay a doctor <laughs> if you have free health insurance, you're stealing! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying my best, because at this point, I think I have most of the people in this room covered. I don't think me leaving is going to help anything. In fact, would rather hurt. I'm trying to keep them here as much as possible. So... I'm while kind of keeping an awareness, and I imagine my hearing is a little different because I'm up a little higher than most other people because I'm um, I'm like kind of like halfway up these steps of the staircase, so sound is traveling a little differently. That I can kind of hear the commotion, and I'm trying to hopefully like use my voice to echo as uh, to like to kind of like drown out the screams happening in the room to distract all of these <laughs> rich people. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think I could be too much help in terms of going there physically.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that works for me. So you're 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 still managing to try and keep people yes, in yes. your I'm immediate vicinity of... under yes under control. Yes. And my song
4: about uh about healthcare has gone into like a subverse where we're talking about how having kind of like a a national a national ver- like a national institute some might call of healthcare uh, is actually a bad idea and that if you don't pay for a doctor why do you bother going to the doctor in the first place <laughs> healthcare isn't a human right healthcare is a monetary right
0: <laughs> i've got to say you're getting a lot of business cards
4: yeah, yeah. Like there are going to be a lot of, like, of
0: people wanting you to play their part, their birthday parties.
4: Perfect. Yeah, no. The, the, the and, and this is Meerkat singing right now. So Tuna's collecting all these business cards and little pieces of gold and copper in his little sailor's hat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, that's about as much help as I can offer at this moment in time. Okay, let's jump quickly back over to Nesgrax, who's recently exploded a display case. <laughs> Nesquik mm-hmm. is
1: just going to poof off of this plane of existence and have to meet a third Doctor Gilligan, Poslethway, and be like, "I've met you before."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we Back to the Future. This, this
3: will be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I've just exploded this thing. Um, I I'm, I asked before. I'm, I'm I'm about to grab it, and I say to Doctor Poslethway, "What's going to happen when I touch this thing?"
0: Well, um, just backing up a uh, couple of seconds uh, you've okay. exploded the the display case every you know you can hear that everything has gone everywhere so um you kind of you pat around and then Postlethwaite kind of perks up because oh by the way I can see a bit in here um there's nothing there <laughs> what you son of a bitch
3: what is wrong with you? Why
0: wouldn't you say that before? Hey, I just got down from like your arms. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> you spent so long trying to open that case, too. <laughs> you acided it. You hit it with your hand. You hit it with the quarterstaff. You spell attacked it. And this guy is just now saying that's an empty display case at you? <laughs> Dr. Oh. Gilgan Postlethwaite.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, Fossilthwaite, don't you see what's happened? Someone has stolen the skull and is using it to try to steal the diamond.
0: Ah, uh, no. Ah, uh, Well, that's not good for security, is it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, uh, we should what? probably get back to the diamond room then, right? If, if, uh, if that's y- in danger.
3: Uh, yeah, it's all the way on the other side of the freaking museum, man. That's okay. That's like a.
0: It's, it's a quick joint, You've got long. You've got long legs. Oh God!
3: <laughs> okay, and he, he gestures
0: towards you like a baby goes upsies upsies. i,
3: I put him on my shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> and then start running.
0: I can see my house from here. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I run. I, I'm running yeah. back towards the diamond and all yeah. the commotion.
0: And uh, Thwaite will direct you as you can't see. Go go
3: right, right, jump. <laughs> He's like my own little night vision goggles, yeah. <laughs> riding on my,
0: on my yeah. shoulders. <laughs> it's like okay. right, right, jump yeah. down, left. B B A star, star, star. Oh wait, wrong, <laughs> wrong thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll um, give me an athletics check. Just a, just a. Yeah. Give me a bit of spice in that mix. That is a nine. Nine. Oh that's not bad for a wizard. Mm. So you're a little out of shape. <laughs> but uh you do manage to make it over towards um the the diamond room. Just as you see Olive yeet a torch right up uh to the, the ceiling, and mm-hmm. you see some uh dark figure um suspended just above the ceiling drop the diamond and catch the torch. Drop
3: so, Oh, they caught
0: the torch and dropped yeah. the diamond. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, They're they're holding the torch?
0: They are now. So that the torch got extinguished when they caught it. Okay. Alright. So the gotcha. so th- they made the uh, split second decision to catch the torch, drop the diamond. Self preservation okay. everyone. <laughs> so the di- is the, the diamond di- am is I there? just dropping, yeah. Okay.
1: The DM going... does not want the diamond to hit the floor, which makes me want to make the diamond hit the floor.
0: I, I'm I'm just giving you an opportunity to save it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the to let diamonds hit the floor.
1: Let that diamonds hit the floor. <laughs>
3: the floor. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I wanna. I wanna try. I wanna try to catch it, but I wanna know: can I have advantage if I throw Doctor Potholswade at it?
0: You'll have to time it right. Um...
3: If if not, then I'll just I'll just try to catch it. <laughs> if it's easier for me to just run at it and try to catch it, I'll do that. <laughs> but if but this is more fun,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, th- this this is going to be a bit of a, an interesting one. Um, I will if you want to throw Postlethwaite to try and intercept the diamond. Uh-huh. Then I will require a sleight of hand check from you, and I will make him do an acrobatics roll.
3: <laughs> okay, I uh, yeah, I love it. I'll do it.
0: Otherwise, so, you can just try and get in the way.
3: Okay, so um, yeah, no, I like this idea. So <laughs> I'm gonna do. So, do you want the strength check at all, or should I? I don't need no, a strength check. Ju- uh, just sleight of hand because you're, of hand you're going for
0: you're acro. going for accuracy, okay. so it's much more of a dex. Okay, so Next sleight of hand, thing. I got a ten. A ten. Okay, okay. Let me let me see what uh, we end up with. So you haven't like just spiked him into the floor. So that's a good start. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. He also got a ten. So I mean, added together, that's a twenty. Like you know, <laughs> I'm getting some rather unimpressed looks from Olive. <laughs> But some very impressed looks from me. <laughs> <laughs> so <it> average is out.
3: <laughs> this will be the only useful thing <laughs> that Dr. Possilquay has ever yeah, done I just, I just like, in his entire I life. I just
0: like the the look of it, of Nesgracks running in with a gnome on his shoulders, taking the yeah. gnome off at the last minute, just throwing said gnome like straight horizontally to intercept the diamond as it falls just
3: like in american football just
0: yeah i
3: spiral him so he does like he spins around (laughs) at first like an arrow at the at the diamond as it's falling yeah
0: yeah i I like that as a as an image (laughs) (laughs) um posthwaite like slams into the diamond because it's it's really big it's um you know, as we said, a, a, a foot across. So it's about as wide as he is. He kind of like clamps onto it like a koala and just <laughs> keeps going across the room and lands on the floor. Um, and you just hear from over that direction, oh, that hurts. So the, the diamond is safe. Okay, I've run towards Pothlethwaite.
1: Can Olive have a fourth turn at some point?
0: Uh, yes, of course.
1: The guards previously had a reaction time of six seconds. It's now been 24 seconds since I set off the alarm. So if they could, you know, I could direct their attention. Person, up there, please to bring down.
0: Okay, yeah. Um. So they would probably run up the stairs towards the mezzanine level to get a much better shot.
1: We can revivify them later. Bring them down. <laughs>
0: Um, Let me roll some digits for you.
4: Maybe
1: I'll get to see some actual bodies hit the floor.
0: (laughs) Nice.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's some bodies holding diamonds at the floor. Hit the floor.
1: (laughs) I assume that since there are security guards and there's four of them, someone's going to hit the person, but it, you know, stormtrooper shooting, who knows? I can't do anything. I am a punch girl. I punch, I bite, I bite really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it, if it helps, I just rolled four times. Um, I got a, a 12, an 8, a 10, and a 5.
1: Stormtroopers! All right, well, they escape then, I guess. I don't know.
0: So you see, um, one one of them does hit the, the figure, but, but unfortunately doesn't quite bring them down. It hurts. Don't get me wrong, it's going to hurt them um but you um yeah you see them like is, uh, quite escape but they um retreat throughout through a little hole uh in the roof and uh you you hear little pitter patters across the rooftop hmm okay um at that point yeah yeah that's okay um at that point uh beans runs in from the the entryway, um, and just says, like everybody, I I there there's some weird things going on out in the entryway. Bees, help, bees, <laughs> 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 Oh, bees!
3: I say, what sort of things, Beans?
0: I I I mean, you you were looking for the bee people, right? Yeah. I I just saw four of them, running out of the. The, the main, well, towards the main entrance.
3: I don't trust you, Beans. <laughs> I'm Please staying do. Here. So cute. Please do. <laughs>
0: I, um...
1: Can you carry Postlethwaite in the diamond? We'll go with Beans. I, I, look how cute he is.
0: I, I, I go up to... I, I, I think at it, this point Postlethwaite's a bit out of action. Yeah, Postlethwaite, I imagine, is like he very much, prone. He, yeah, he it, he he's still like gripping onto the diamond. Yeah, but so he, he's I, very much not in a state to go anywhere else tonight. Okay, so this
3: is this is what I want to do. I want to go up to Pausilthwei. Okay, yeah. I I have a plan, but I I need to know what minor illusion is capable of. <laughs> I need to know if Pausilthwei is holding an illusion. Of the diamond, if um, he can, minor illusion
0: it, uh, cannot stand up to physical inspection. So right. they can't be ground to.
3: But if I if I say to Parslothway, so Parsl, so he's lying down, right? Yeah, well, he's holding he, the diamond. He, yeah, he's, he's lying he's, down. He's
0: gripping onto it like a like a koala. Yeah, yeah. Does it
1: look like he's gripping a torch or a diamond? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: so, uh, very so much I, a diamond. So
3: I. I, I say to him, like, I whisper, I, I go up to him and I, like, bend over as if, like, I'm helping him, but I'm whispering to him, like, Play along. Pretend that you still have the diamond. It's... Okay. And then I cast Minor Illusion, where the diamond is, to make the make it look like the diamond is there, and I take the real diamond for myself, and I am holding it, like, in front of my body, and I'm... So, so I'm assuming nobody can sort of see me where, where I am, right? Like nobody, there's nobody in front of me who can see in front of me that I'm holding the diamond.
0: Uh, not in front of you, no. Right,
3: and I'm looking for the the nearest exit.
0: <laughs> so, 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 let me get this straight. You're trying to yeah. persuade trying- the professor who. Works at the museum to let you steal a priceless jewel that's my plan that, yeah that, that, <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting, right <laughs> That's my plan, yeah, it's not
3: safe yet i say I say to him, the diamond's not safe yet.
1: Can I have overheard what you said?
0: uh yeah, 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 sure why not?
1: can I flurry of blows puzzles weight to unconsciousness <laughs>
0: You probably don't need to do even that no uh. if you do if you do that though
3: then the the illusion doesn't hold up because then then he's not he's not pretending to hold the diamond and making it look real
1: I mean the illusion doesn't have to be just the diamond, it could be that he's holding the diamond
3: can it if that's the case, then yeah fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> i uh if you're interested. In my to hits, Um, I can flurry of blows immediately after I take the attack action on my turn, which he's behind the podium thing, right? So I can just bend down as if I'm helping him stand up and punch him a few times in the temple, right?
0: You you can probably just do it once. He's very much out of it. (laughs)
1: Oops. (laughs) Well, the first one was a 16 on the dice. So that's a non-natural 20 to hit. And, uh, oops.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, oh! No, he—he's just been knocked unconscious,
1: non-lethally. Yeah, I should hope so. I hand you the diamond.
0: Okay, so you're just taking the diamond then? Uh... Well, he has
1: this unlit torch to cuddle. <laughs> it's fair, fair trade. <laughs> okay,
0: he's gonna have a really so... bad night's sleep. <laughs> so... I hope you're happy.
1: To be fair, what he'll remember is that he dived for the diamond and then within six seconds was unconscious. So the way memories form is that he's going to think he got smacked by the diamond. Yeah. Because hippocampuses don't work in six seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Shrug.
3: So am I doing this? Am I casting minor illusion to make it look like he's holding a diamond when really he's unconscious
0: i don't i don't think you need to i mean minor illusion lasts what a minute a minute right. yeah yeah so
3: i mean what i want what i what i'm trying to do because what i'm imagining is um what's his name beans is still there yeah trying to get everybody out of this room so that he can get the diamond right so what i'm trying to do is like trick beans mostly And any security
0: that's watching. I get it.
1: Yeah, so we leave Postlethwaite clutching the diamond, and we follow Beans. I'll be right there, Beans. Look how cute he is.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: So you guys are are following Beans, but I'm, like, walking in the opposite direction with the diamond hidden.
1: You don't want to go out the main gate? Because he is taking you to an exit.
3: He's taking it, but then if I, but I don't have anywhere to store this thing. It's a foot by a foot by a foot. Like, if I, I can't put I it look, like.
1: <laughs> I look at the sailor hat carrying person wearing just a, a stri- backless gold ball gown myself, and I'm like, sailor hat with the puppet, <laughs> have anywhere we can hide this uh, torch?
4: Yeah, Meerkat's coming in, having like he's like counting business cards and like all the, like the gold that he's collected and everything, uh, and it's like, uh, uh, not quite. I mean, I could I could do like an illusion of some sort, uh, but that's pretty much the extent of it. I think <laughs> yeah. we should probably just run for it, like Give real me. fast. Let's <laughs> turn
3: turn turn the diamond. Make the diamond look like um, uh a giant tomato. Or a puppet. Or a puppet. <gasps> Even
4: better. Uh Meerkat casts a minor illusion on the diamond and is going to make it like one of those big fruit hats that will fit on like the hats like with all like the fruit, the bananas, the pineapple, and all the pears and everything to fit onto
3: Tuna's head.
4: Yay. Great.
3: Sounds good to me. So we're we talking like a Chiquita banana. Type yeah, fruit headdress. <laughs> yeah, this
4: is a okay. full chiquita banana situation. But we have about fifty-four seconds left on it, so we should vamoose. Okay,
1: yeah. run after beans. Run after yeah. beans. Look how cute he is. Follow beans.
0: Yeah, we're all running. I'm running.
1: Beans is taking us to the the bee entrance.
0: Yeah, yeah the main the main entryway. Yeah. Okay, you you run out into the main entryway, and. Sure enough, Beans was telling the truth. Um, as as you run, you um, see four of the bee ladies um, heading out of the entrance. Only four of them. There were five to begin with.
4: Oh no! Yeah,
1: yeah. One ran across the roof.
0: <laughs>
4: uh, I'm going to yell out saffron, cerulean, chartreuse, <laughs> lavender, fuchsia. <laughs> and i want to i want to like i want to i want to see which one does not turn their head when i yell their name to see which one is missing because i did not associate each of them to a name earlier
0: because i was busy talking to they're, they're trying to escape a crime scene in the moment i don't think they're paying too much attention to
4: fair enough i still yell it but i'm i'm still running too
1: i also yell it and i point the guards at them and I say, guards, those are the thieves, saffron, cerulean, chartreuse,
3: <laughs> lavender,
0: and fuchsia.
1: Detain them.
0: <laughs> are they? How how far away are they from us? Um, maybe um. Tran- translating into feet, uh, thirty feet. I cast hideous laughter
3: on the nearest one. Okay, yeah. Uh, how does that work? That's a wisdom saving
0: throw. Okay. Or wisdom throw, whatever. Okay, uh, can I ask what the DC is? Twelve. Twelve. Oh, hello. Okay. One of them doubles over in... What can only be described as hideous laughter. And the others also, weirdly also follow suit. <gasps> <It's> weird? weird. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so- something uh, that... Didn't end up getting mentioned, but uh, these bee ladies have a hive mind. <gasps> uh...
1: Submit them to a zone of truth, guards. They're the thieves. Uh, so I shout very loudly.
0: The, uh, the, the guards run over uh, to the laughing bee ladies. Um, grab them and go, oh, what? well, what have we here? We got some some thieves, do we? Uh, uh, look over at you look go. Oh, well, just, thank you for your for your service. Um, uh, if you head over towards the cafeteria, you can uh, go grab some um, salad dressing uh, as a reward if you like.
3: Thanks. It's been a long night.
4: Perfect. I think we'll take yeah, off. But we've yeah, re- no, we, we really go. must go. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I have uh, tuna. Tuna has prior engagements, uh, so so we really oh, tuna, have to go with the next
0: guy. Yeah,
4: he's yeah, very he's great. great. Oh, he we will gotta absolutely go. Sorry. be Thank coming back. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, based <laughs> on the business cards I collected, he will absolutely be coming back for a, a, an encore. But we have about 30 seconds. Uh, so, Okay, yeah. before- that's not
0: suspicious at all. No further questions on your way, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much again. Yeah, he, uh, Yeah. Mirkan is saying all this
4: as he's like speed walking out, and then um, he's using like a little pot to- of to wave goodbye with tuna's hand like goodbye everyone. it was very fun but we must go bye <laughs> bye
0: tuna oh, i love that little guy <laughs> okay team yeah, I, You you've managed to abscond with with the diamond uh and apprehend four of the five b ladies what mm-hmm. is the plan now
1: get uh, away get away also once we're yeah. away let me know
0: okay uh are you are you allowing beans to still be with you?
1: No, bye.
0: Ouch!
4: Yeah, I'm. I yeah yeah yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm outrunning beans. Beans will remember that. That's okay, you know. It's that little icon in the bottom of a video game. Yeah, where it's like, this decision will have consequences later on.
1: Once you get a tattoo, you can be included. Join us at the fire-breathing kittens guild, bean, <laughs> yeah. and and it, it's fun. You should join us, beans. Bye.
0: I've just written down Beans will remember that.
1: Beans will remember <laughs> oh. to join us because I just recruited
0: him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh jot that down. <laughs> so jot that down in your notebook. Yeah. Are we away? Uh yeah, where where do you uh where are you planning on running to?
1: Olive's apartment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Olive's apartment. Yeah.
1: Which she shares with two roommates, but they're never home. They're not okay. home now, in fact.
0: <laughs> okay. Um I'll just say we're we're pretty much at the end of the uh, adventure. There's just a, a small amount of wrapping up to do. So just tell me what you fancy doing. Nesgrex, yes? I want
1: you to give this to the HHO.
0: Yes, that it
3: was my thinking. Was okay. that exactly? Yeah. No, I got to get this to the HHO. I need to prove myself to my uncle, get, regain their loyalty.
1: No, I don't. I don't want you to give it to your uncle. What? <laughs> I don't trust him as far as I can throw him.
3: No. But he is my contact.
1: <laughs> Tell him to organize a meeting between uh, him and his boss. And if he does, you'll make it worth his while.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, that's a good way to climb the ladder. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, great. Also,
1: Meerkat, would you like some tea?
4: Yeah, I'll take tea. I have to count all these business cards and what
0: looks like 18 gold from the show. Woo! <laughs> 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 okay, uh, we, c- we can do uh, Nezgrax's... Um hand over all that stuff off camera, we don't need to do that the important thing is, this adventure is done so
1: <laughs> and Olive is happy because the whole reason she joined the Fire Breathing Kittens was because her apartment was always empty and quiet, and now she's having tea with her friends with a giant diamond on the table
0: yeah been yeah, a good nice. evening
4: uh-huh. and Meerkat is nothing but quiet <laughs> Tuna on the other hand <laughs> Yeah, very subdued folk, you know. Tuna's Tuna's a nut is a hard nut to crack. Never talks.
0: Anyway, thank you everyone for joining us <laughs> on this wild wild <laughs> adventure. Uh, join us next time on the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast where other characters c- go on other adventures. So, <laughs> thank you all for joining us. Olive. Bye. Meerkat. Bye and goodbye. And nesquarks. Just
3: call me Enum Rogers <laughs> Wait, what? Because I threw that gnome like a QB.
4: <laughs> ah, yes, a quite beguiling thrower.
3: Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's my favorite acronym. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Do you enjoy listening to silly voices,
0: fantastical stories, and idiots trying to solve basic puzzles in a new and exciting mystical world? Then join us every other Tuesday for Folks and Fables,
3: an actual play adventure available
0: wherever you get podcasts and on Twitter at folks underscore fables. We're excited to have you. galactic empire, hyperspace,
3: positronic brains, androids. These ideas developed
4: decades earlier than you might think, and they are the legacy of one man, Isaac Asimov. I'm Jason Stark, host of Galaxy. Join me, along with my friends Stephanie and Jacob Yunker, as we dive into the novels and stories of one of the greatest sci-fi authors of all time. From iRobot, to Foundation, to The Caves of Steel, and beyond, we explore the narratives, the meanings, and the legacy, one book at a time. Listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit galaxypodcast.com. When was it the blessed ancients cast off into oblivion, leaving our bastard eyes to gaze into the black, clawing at the dust? The key to the long-lost
2: dream has at last
4: been delivered. Let the audience of ghoulish scream bear
2: witness, Open their eyes. Mandrea Memories,
3: an immersive audio odyssey through dreamless domain. Decode and reclaim lost memory from
2: chaotic sound. Join the final dreamers at dreamersecho.com.
1: Hello listeners, this is Jonas Armitage, host of Stories from Dark Places on WZHP Radio Innsmouth. Every week we bring you stories of the strange and supernatural, hoping to invite you to join us on a walk through the esoteric side of reality. Come and find us every Monday, wherever your podcasts are found. And please remember, there's nothing to be afraid of. After all, some of the best things only happen
2: in the dark.